to Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show, The Sound of Ink. Very excited to be here tonight. It's been an absolutely crazy week. Did um, two Thanksgiving dinners. I had uh, some of my kids in town for one, and then some of the other kids in town. We all have. So, anyway, we ended up with two Thanksgiving dinners. I'm so tired of doing dishes. I'm so sick of turkey, I can't even tell you. It's awesome to be able to sit and just chill with you guys tonight. We have some amazing things coming up for you, so get ready for those. Before we get started, I want to make sure that you have the number to call in. The number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you would like to call in and read tonight. I'm going to go over some quick announcements. If you are interested in putting together a writing workshop, you can email me or probably Facebook messaging me will be the fastest. If you're on my contacts list, you can find me under Nyla, N-Y-L-A dot Alicia, A-L-I-S-I-A. Let me know what you want to put together and we can get that set up. Your workshops can be anywhere from 30 minutes to three hours long. You can pre-record those on your computer and send me an MP3 file. You can have me do a conference call with you and help you record it or you can do it live, or combination, however you want to do it. Just let me know, and we'll get it set up. The next thing I want to do is make sure that we thank our sponsors, the people who stepped up to the plate and helped us cover our 2021 broadcasting license. Those sponsors are Melvin Douglas Johnson, Todd Carter, Vicki Aqua, Sean and Maddie Gullickson, Audrey Michelle, George Wiley, Bart Solarchek, Brad and Darling Kuhn, Uma Pochapalli, Christy Doherty, Douglas Curry, Eric Sheldman, Gary and Noreen Snyder. Hi, uh, Noreen, I see you in chat there. Uh, Gina Storm, Raymond Bentley, John Kays, Paula Sweet, Timothy Melton, Ronald P. Bremner, Kevin Kraft, Honey Parker, Karen DeWitt, Larry Teal, Robert Mickey, Jade Mist, Rose Rosen, Christopher Ryan, Trina Pierce, Dennis Must and Barbara Cope Wilson. We also had donations in the memory of Cherry Rose, Philip Kent Church, Ray Neighbors, Charles C.B. Banks, Glenn Steele, Rick Smith II, and King's Cadence. It is getting to be the end of our 2021 broadcasting year, and in January we will be doing another fundraiser to help cover the costs on the sponsorship or the sponsorship for the covering the costs on the uh the broadcasting license for 2022 2022 can you remember when we were little you know like if you heard of something from in the year 2000s let alone like 2022 i was sure that we were all going to be like riding around in little jetson cars right i could really do with a maiden name rosie let me tell you <laughs> uh but yeah 2022 so if you have any questions on that, if you're interested in help sponsor the show, just shoot me a message and I'll give you the heads up on that. But I want to make sure that everybody from this year gets the recognition and appreciation they deserve. I mean, we're on our, we're on our 15th year, 15th, we just had our 15th anniversary, 15 years of broadcasting and spending time here and, and sharing. And it's just amazing to me, you guys. 
you know, the the list of sponsors was long this year, and it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing to me, those of you who stepped in and helped us cover some of the costs on this, so thank you. Thank you, all of you from the past. Thank you, those who are going to contribute in the future. Thank you for keeping this community something we can all be proud of, and it's just absolutely amazing. So, okay, next. Next, what do we have? Okay, so next you need to get your pens and paper and journals or notebooks or whatever out because it is time for inspiration from the inkwell, our little mini workshop. So we're going to start with your poetry prompts. Now, keep in mind, we're going to be doing something a little bit different. We're going to be doing your poetry prompts. We are going to be doing your writing exercise and your writing assignment, which we have added this week. We are going to be using the prompts that I give you right now for all three of these activities. Okay, so the prompts I go through right now are going to be tied into your assignment and your exercise. So, just kind of, yeah, put that in the back of your head. I think it's easier. I just, I just think it's kind of, I think it's going to be more fun and easier to do these things if we, if we, if we have them all like one activity. I don't know how to explain it. It's pretty daunting thinking, like, God, i got three different things I've got to do. But if you all time into one, they'll all feed each other, right? All right, so let's get started. Your poetry prompts for this week. Now, remember, your poetry prompts, they're like seeds planted. They are meant to grow into poems. So as I give you these 12 prompts here, these are all can be used or should all be used to write a poem with. With that in mind, the prompt can be the title of your poem. It can be a line in your poem, or it can be the general concept of your poem. Beyond these guidelines, whatever you do with them, it's entirely up to you. So number your paper 1 through 12, and we will get started. Ready? All right, number 1, City Park Sunrise. City Park Sunrise. 2, His Coal-Colored Face. His Coal-Colored Face. 3, Train speeding backwards. Train speeding backwards. Four. Something neither one of us can touch. Something neither one of us can touch. Number five. Where every morning's broken. Where every morning's broken. Six. Decades worth of wandering. Decades worth of wandering. Number seven, blue scarf on a bench. Blue scarf on a bench. Number eight, only stories windows tell. Only stories windows tell. Nine, like a bullfrog's throat. Like a bullfrog's throat. Number ten, the final thing he gave. The final thing he gave. Number 11, pigeons on a wire. Pigeons on a wire. And number 12, January breeze uninterrupted. January breeze uninterrupted. Now remember, you can write one poem per prompt, or you can mix and match them up and use like 12 and line 8 and line 7 and jump down and grab 10 and use all of those in one poem, however you want to do those. But that is that. 
There you go. Now, we are going to move on to your writing exercise. Now, remember, a writing exercise is kind of like, you know, making you sweat, jump out of your comfort zone, do things you normally wouldn't do. It's a tool to help you become a better writer. All right? So what we're going to be doing is your pick-apart-a-prompt writing exercise. Now, remember, I said we're going to be using the, self, the, the same 12 prompts I just gave you. So... What we're going to do with this exercise, and the whole purpose of it is to remind you that what you do with a prompt before you write to it is far more important than what you write to it. You have to do the prep. You have to set your brain up. This exercise will help you move away from the writing the typical. Nobody wants to be typical. It's going to push you past that first knee-jerk reaction that inspiration takes you to that place, and then it's going to push you to look further and deeper inside of your writing and find things that are unique and surprising. All right. So, as I said, for this, you'll be using the 12 prompts that I just gave you. I want you to start on a clean journal page, and I want you to write down the first prompt. Then, I would like you to make a list of at least six different poems you could write to that one prompt. And I really want you to explore all the directions you could take the prompt, all the different meanings it could have, all the ways you could twist it and turn it and bend it into something new. How many different meanings can you milk out of that one prompt? When you're finished with the first prompt, I want you to move on to the next and then go on down the list till you have written at least six ideas for poems you could write to each of the 12 prompts. And I guarantee you, absolutely 100% guarantee you, that you will not make it to the end of this exercise without one of the ideas running away with you. And what you write will surprise you and be something unique and amazing and incredible. All right, next. And this is new for this week. So that was your writing exercise. That's going to make you, that's a, that's a you know, push out of your comfort zone, not actually writing a poem, but making you do something to help you become a better writer. Your writing assignment, and notice it doesn't say poetry. It's a writing assignment, and that is because I want to make sure you guys remember that we are more than just poets. We are writers, and in that, one of the things that we can do is explore different types of writing, and that is actually incredibly beneficial to us as poets because writing something, taking that pressure off of ourselves to think that every single time we have to sit down and write a poem, we don't. We don't have to do that. We just have to sit down and write. And one of the best things we can do as poets is do free writing, and I know that 90% of you out there do not do that. So I'm hoping that this is going to be something that's going to be fun for you to do and will help you kind of do that that little bit of non-poetry writing, which is really important. It's really funny because a lot of times when I do stuff like this, I end up finding flushing or being able to flush a poem out of it somewhere. You know, I'll find something in there and be able to turn it into something else. But the important thing is is just to write. And by doing it this way, you're letting your mind free of constraints. You're not putting perimeters around it saying that it has to do that. You're taking the girdle off and letting it just hang loose, right? So with this assignment, as I said, we will be utilizing the same 12 prompts from this week I gave you just a moment ago. However... First of all, one, as I said, you are not going to be using them to write a poem. Instead, in your journal, I would like you to write a short story 
or perhaps a narrative prose. Okay, and using this week's prompt, prompts, with the addition of these two new storylines, which I want you to use as an outline for your write. So taking the 12 prompts that I gave you just a moment ago, you will add these two lines to it to help you start the story. And it was pretty. It was it was really fun, but it took quite a while to get this put together. I think it's because it was the first one that I first one that I did. But all of the prompts up gave you a moment ago will fit into and in between and inside of these two lines, and you're going to be able to construct a pretty cool story. All right. So your storyline prompt, or excuse me, assignments. So your storylines for this week. Get your pencil ready. Yeah. <laughs> Your storylines for this week are, number one, whatever happened to Joe, whatever happened to Joe, and two, he chose the pub over doctors. He chose the pub over doctors. So those are your two storyline prompts. And with those two prompts, I want you to use the 12 I gave you prior and work them all into a story or a narrative prose using the prompts as lines in your story, okay, and using all of them. And if you sit down and look at them, you'll see how they really work together now that I've told you that. All right, so once again, I am going to go over your 12 prompts for this week, which are also your pick apart a prompt and your storyline prose free writing assignment for this week, using it for all three of those. So if you happen to miss any of these, don't panic, don't freak out. After the show's over, we have uh, our show and archives, and you can listen to the podcast and start and stop it at your leisure and get these written down. So once again, go through these quickly. One, City Park Sunrise. Two, His Coal-Colored Face. Three, Trains Speeding Backwards. Four, Something Neither One of Us Can Touch. Five, Where Every Morning's Broken. Six, Decades Worth of Wandering. Seven, Blue Scarf on a Bench. Eight, only stories windows tell. Nine, like a bullfrog's throat. Ten, the final thing he gave. Eleven, pigeons on a wire. And twelve, January breeze uninterrupted. And your two storyline additions for this week are whatever happened to Joe and he chose the pub over doctors. So there you go. That's it. Have fun with them. Remember, we are focusing on reading, reading, reading. If you're not reading more than you are writing, you are doing it backwards. You have to have input in order to have output. The ongoing activities that we focus on are learning one new poetry form every single month. Remember, it's important to step out of our comfort zones and learn new things. And there is a bazillion poetry forms out there, and it is good for us to be able to learn and explore and have fun with those word puzzles. All right. Next. Write a haiku every single day. Every day when you go out into the world, find something worth 17 syllables. You know, keep a little paper with you, and even a pen, whatever. It, you know, if, if you think of something, jot it down. I don't care if it's only 15 syllables. You can come back later and add the others. But every single day, it's a writer's discipline. Every single day, go out and find something worth 17 syllables. Write a haiku every day. All right, that's it. That is your inspiration from the inkwell. You guys, remember, if you missed any of this or if I confused you, some of this I was going through for the first time tonight. So 
yeah. <laughs> that was exciting, watching me stumble, but, you know, we don't always do it pretty, but we always do it, right? If you missed any of that, come back in the archives, and you can be able to pick it up there. Next thing I'm going to do is we are going to play an audio recording, and the audio recording that I chose to start the show with this week is by Mama, Vicky Aqua, Mama Oldeji. Uh, I'm playing this, so I kind of segues into giving you an update on Mama. Mama's been in the hospital since November 28th. She had COVID and double pneumonia. She seems to be doing much better. And they are actually going to be releasing her. They never had to do a ventilator on her or nothing, which is amazing for having COVID and double pneumonia. And one tough little broad arm, Mama. So... Yeah, they're going to be removing her from the hospital, putting her in a care facility because she doesn't have anyone at home. You know, she's still pretty weak. She doesn't have anyone home to take care of her. So they're putting her in a care facility for uh, a little bit to make sure that, you know, they can help her get her strength back, and then she's going to be going home. So we're all very, very excited and, and just so thankful for that news. So the piece I'm going to play and start the show with is by Vicki Aqua, Mama. And it is Nina Simone. Here we go, guys. Hey, you didn't forget me, huh? Oh, that was the wrong one. That was actually her singing a song. <laughs> this one is Mama. Here we go. Ode to Nina Simone. Nina! Miss Simone. Miss Simone, you're our own. They loved you in France with a love like mine. African queen, far from home, you're our own. When you sang for women and such, you're more than too much. And when you sang, my skin is black, I was taken aback. When you say you ain't got no, I knew what you meant. Mr. Moan, my life, my life was touched. When you bellowed out, my name is Peaches, my name is Peaches. When you were so far ahead of your time that even when you died, died the rest, the rest the rest were still behind. Mr. Moan, Mr. Moan, Mr. Moan, you're our own. You touched my soul. Your music never old. When you tickle those keys, you touch something in me. With a bubble so bold, I just had to ask, why, how did the world miss you? But oh, no, not I. I hung on to your every word, to every word you sung. Even to this day, you can make me cry. But not for you, but not for you, but everyone, but everyone that missed you. That missed you. Oh, Miss Simone, 
You were a delicious treat. Oh, how I still love you. Mr. Moe, Mr. Moe, you're our own. I felt your pain from the depths of Georgia to New York City. Oh, what a pity that they missed you. How you were treated was sickening. America's loss was Europe's gain. Being more open-minded, as your songs reminded, they caused you to drift away from home, the home of the slaves. How you were treated was a pity from Georgia to New York City. Since you've been gone, things have not been the same. Now they remember your name. And now they remember your name. Miss Simone, Miss Simone, you're our own. That was Vicki Aqua with Ode to Nina Simone. You know something I love about her? I don't know if any of you guys have ever really watched or seen videos or anything like that of Nina Simone. One thing I loved about her was the way her mouth moved when she spoke. You know, have you ever seen someone where when they talk, just the way their mouth moves is like they're kissing the words when they say them? She, she was just amazing. Anyway. We have got Mama on the line, but she has not pressed. She's been on since the beginning of the show. She hasn't pressed one yet, so I'm not sure if she's ready to come on. So, Mama, if you're ready to come on, please press one so I know it's okay to unmute you. Glad you are here. We are also glad you are here. I'm going to go ahead and grab Michael, and uh, then, Mama, if you press one, you were actually before, but if you press one, I'll bring you on as soon as you press one. All right, so let's go ahead and grab area code seven three. One seven three one. You are on the air. Oh wait a minute! Hi, no, I'm not on the air yet. I haven't told what? you what to expect next, Michael. How do you even know? I didn't tell you. What are you talking about? I didn't tell you what to expect next, like giving you the call-in number, which is six four six five nine five three nine six five, or I didn't tell you that I take callers in the order that you call in or that you need to make sure you introduce yourself when you call in. And I didn't tell you that you can read two poems, and I didn't tell you to give out your URL when you're done reading, or I didn't remind you that you needed to remember that we have mature ratings so you can't read adult porn poems. I totally spaced off telling you that, but now I have. I pretty much had to know the number to have already called. I know. Totally, totally skipped over a whole part of the announcements. That's okay. How are you, Michael? I'm really glad to hear Teresa's doing okay. She's doing very well. She's doing very well. Last week was a little hectic and all. I was, it was all ongoing when I was actually on the show. I told her later. I called in. I was on the radio show during all this, and she said, 
Well, she didn't say anything, but, you know, she was fine with it. Um, last she knows night I her man. To me. That's right. She knows you. Um, I listened to Nina Simone last night. Did you? I swear I listened to Nina Simone last night. I listened to song her recording. I put a spell on you from 1969. So there. I love. Want to throw song. that in? She 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 rails on that song. She does a great job. She does. Does a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, I have five extra Arby sauces left. Anybody needs them? Glad to share. <laughs> Is it the horsey sauce? Hey, no, we don't do horsey sauce. Just the regular sauce, not even the hot stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. That's the only reason you I know go what to you, Arby's is for the horsey sauce. You know what you you know what you've never seen in a packet? You've seen ketchup. You've seen the mayo. You've seen the mustard. Or you've seen all this stuff. Uh, Taco Bell, different things. You know what you've never seen? What? Worcestershire sauce in a packet. You've never seen it. Because it doesn't exist. You can't get a Wooster booster and put it in your pocket. Don't ask me why. I don't know. I'm researching I, this. I'm going to do a thesis on it. I I think that you should invent it. Uh, no. I mean, I love to eat it and everything, but there's uh, 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 those little salty things people put on pretzels are like the main ingredients. I don't really want to do that. <laughs> That's true. That's not that good for you. I don't want to touch those. Uh, I was I've, I'm deep in the year 2014 right now. I'm going through 2014 and uh, just finding poetry and stuff like that. That's what I'm doing today because it's seven years ago. And uh, I found a poem by Dave Kuhn, uh from seven years ago and uh, didn't have time to say, "Hey, Miss Mac, you mind if I read your poem?" So uh, I'll let him know, of course. <clears throat> but this. <laughs> This is like way out of my turf, league, whatever. This is more like something Jimmy Ray would tackle. A little to the macabre. Or you, it's got your favorite subject in it. People with little balance that lean slightly, but not a lot. <clears throat> we'll get there. Anyway, this is uh, it's called 42.7 by way of the clouds. Written by Dave Kuhn. Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize y'all's neighborhood. And whosoever shall be found without the soul for getting down must stand and face the hounds of hell and right inside the corpse's shell. The foulest stench is in the air, the funk of 40,000 years and grisly ghouls from every tomb are closing in to seal your doom. And though you fight to stay alive, your body starts to shiver, for no mere mortal can resist the evil of the thriller. As lightning strikes in odd array, your image flickers as if to say you've been transformed by Zorpraxiscope of old. Movements you make are jerky and cold. Your eyes are glazed, skin is pale. Blotches of darkness, mind derailed. By way of the clouds, you come to me, transformed and disfigured by destiny. A thriller you were, but no longer slow. 
zombie house now cry alone. In poem. That was awesome. I love Dave. I, I love Dave so much. He's my blue man. Absolutely. From the great northeast, just to the northwest. Northwest. That's from the wrong direction. He's up there with you. He is up here. Y'all probably, y'all probably passed pass by each other several times and didn't even know it. I'd have to leave home for that to happen. You know what's really funny? When somebody posted on Facebook today. They posted a thing that said, you know, what is the worst thing about being single in 2021? What are the biggest challenges of dating and being single? And I really thought about it, and I, you know, my answer to their Facebook post was the fact that I had to shave my legs and put on a bra. I mean, that's just so much, you know, we, we stay home so much now. And they say, like, you, just, you run around the house, you're barefoot, you're in a T-shirt, you're dancing in your socks like Tom Cruise. You know, and it's like, oh, God, what, i got to go out? Oh, I shave my leg. There's just so much work. Yeah, I like being single. <laughs> you should have spent time with me in the last couple of years. Why, did you shave your legs a lot? No, I didn't do anything any different than I did before. <laughs> Come to Tennessee. It's a whole new world here, okay? I have been to Tennessee, and it is like another planet, and it is amazing and beautiful, and I love it. Cool beans. I have another so that poem. That was an awesome poem. That was an awesome poem by Dave. Thank you for reading it. You're welcome. I have another one. Okay. This one was written for Seize the Poem, all because of Peter Kelly. It's called Tropical Garden by Michael Todd. Tropical Garden. Fallen in and out of love. That's how it goes. Shoegaze heart can't rise above what experience knows. I've often heard it said, good times always outweigh the bad. I recall our worst days as some of the best I've had. Most focus on the multitude, the grandeur that is displayed. Don't count me callous, rude, that all things considered, I grasp a page until it folds in hopes to reveal a single rose. That's all. I loved it. My be- What was the line, my best memories was our worst days, or how did that read? It says, I recall our worst days, some of the best I've had. I love that mm-hmm. line. I absolutely love that line. I've used it more than once. The part of the good times outweigh the bad, I've used that mm-hmm. several times, and there are very few things that I ever repeat. Even one time. I just don't do it. But that's some of them that I do. And I kind of like calling cards. Kind of like, well, now the truth be told, uh, yeah, that's the main one. <laughs> I've had people send me, send me messages like, you said truth be told again. Does that mean you're lying all the rest of the time? I'm like, I'm a storyteller, so obviously I do. Truth be told, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> oh, too funny. I love it. Hey, do you know, what a, do you know what a zoopraxiscope is? Do I know it what? A zoopraxiscope. I have I mentioned no it. clue. It's in Dave's poem. It, it's, it's an old-timey movie-type projector, motion picture projector. It's kind of like, it's, it's like a record album, okay? Kind of like you're looking at a record album and, and images on the outside are like, you know, a dog running. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's what that is. Somebody heard that and went, what did he say? <laughs> somebody did, I promise you. You know, somebody oh, in Austria is getting me, getting me English dictionary. Mm, okay. You know what time it is now? Hmm? Do you? I do. Time for Michael to step aside and make room for the real poets. Silly man, you are a real poet. All right, Michael. Give Teresa a hug for us. And um, Sal? thank you for starting the show off so beautifully. Love you madly. Bye. <laughs> Love you too, hon. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to go ahead and grab Mama. Mama, are you with us? Yes, I am. Hey, Mama, how are, are you, you, my love? I am in a better place. I'm in a, a facility that's really nice. And um, I had written a poem before I got sick. I was long while before I got sick. And thank you for playing Nina. I really enjoyed that. I um, love that. <laughs> my voice sounded altogether different. It was like, wow. Uh, that was a big treat. But uh, the poem I wrote is because I was riding down the street in my car one day, and um, there was a man sitting at the bus stop, and he didn't have on any socks, but he had on dress shoes, and he had on his a black suit, and he had his own chair, but he was sitting at the bus stop in his own chair. And, the, you know, you're, you're just like your mama all the day, and you know, that was a shot. I had to stop traffic, jump out the car, take my camera, and take a picture. <laughs> so, because in this world, you could barely get a shot like that. And it was very, very hot outside. And I stopped traffic to get that shot and wrote a prose poem uh, about the handsome older man that looked like he was in perfect health. But he got dressed in his best black suit, traditionally known as a funeral suit, and he brought his own chair, and he sat up at the bus stop. His shoes were worn, but they were high-quality shoes. But he had on no socks. So the piece I got out of that was it's called the Black Burial Suit. And since I just escaped death myself, I thought it would be appropriate to write about how uh, how I felt about that. When all... Is said and done, I save my black suit. And if it be today that the Lord takes me away, I am ready with my own feet. I am ready with my own funeral suit and a pure heart. Lord, if you are ready, I am ready. I thank you for my beautiful self. I'm tall, dark, and handsome, and I'm ready, waiting, and willing to sit by your side. There's nothing in right order on earth in America, and I am dressed, ready to address God Almighty. I will tell you everything. If you send for me now, I am ready. I am your disciple. I will be your angel. When you appear before me, I will give you a full report. Yes, Lord, I'm ready. 
whenever you come. In peace. I love that. Do you know how good, Mama, it is to hear you on here? (laughs) We have all been so worried about you and but I always knew I always knew that you would just get through it I knew I don't know what I would do without my mama so I prayed to every every single god I know all of them even this flying spaghetti monster that you'd be okay (laughs) thank you you did definitely help me get through it sometimes I just lay here and think about the love that pours out when I uh, hear your voice, and uh, Kim Brella and Mimi and everybody just been calling and checking and just making sure that uh, I didn't slip away. So thank you so much. I'm going to listen to the rest of the show and look for another poem later. Okay. Then go ahead and press one, and that will take you out of the lineup. I mean, you find another one you want to read, press one, and it'll put you back in. I'll know it's okay to bring you back then. I sure will. All right. I love you, Mama, so much. Thank you. I'm so happy you're on. Thank you. Bye-bye, Mama. Okay. For those of you that are just tuning in, Mama had COVID and double pneumonia and has been in the hospital since November 28th. And um, they're just releasing her to a care facility to help her get stronger because she lives by herself, so they can't send her home. So she uh, kind of gets her strength back a little bit. And she'll be going home soon. And we are also thankful and grateful that she is still with us. And, you know, like I said, she's she's tough, man. She's one tough cookie. And she, she ain't going to take none of that crap laying down, that's for sure. So very proud of you, Mama. We love you. All right, now I am going to bring on our next caller, which comes from Erica. Oh, it's Brother O. Erica 219, you are on the air. Yeah, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome. How are you, sweetheart? I'm good. It is good to hear from you. What's what's what you bringing us tonight? Oh. Are you there, hon? We just lost him. All right, brother. Oh, call right back in, and we will take you immediately. As I see, when I uh, as soon as I see you back on the board, let's go ahead in the meantime, and we're going to grab Soldier Blue at eight three two eight three two. You're on the air. Soldier Blue, can you hear us? Pretty sure this is Soldier Blue. Soldier Blue, are you there? Did I put him to sleep again? All right, we're going to come back and we're going to check with him. In a moment, we are most assuredly having line issues, you guys. If you were on the line and you're not hearing anything now, um, try calling back in. 
try calling back in. If you're getting a fast, busy signal, keep trying. We're going to grab area code. If I can get my board back up. This is where I get to sing to you because I love you all so much and just want you to know that you're amazing while I work on this. And let's go see if we can get Dennis on. 732, you're on the air. Hey, is this me, 732? It is you, 732. Oh, hey, hang on. New phone. Always calling in every year, and it's always some technical mishmash. Am I still there? You are. This is Gregory. Yeah. Why, thank you for reminding me. (laughs) At first I thought it was Dennis. You guys are both the same area code. Oh, yeah. Where's Dennis? He's. Yeah, he's calling in tonight. He he does off and on. I never know for sure. You know how he is. Well, yeah, because you got to hang on the phone for a couple hours. It gets gets squirrely. <laughs> this but, is true. Okay, what's um, what's the limit? What's my um time? What's my running time? You can read two poems. Yeah, I need how much? How long is that? Um, usually it's five minutes, about five, ten uh, minutes, somewhere in there. Ten minutes? I, I have up to ten minutes? Yeah. Oh, great. I could use the work. It's a whole new set, so let, let me just riff. Okay, this is a bunch of stoned-out stuff. We've been performing in a cigar bar where you can, you know, it's all legal. So, anyhow, this is a bunch of stoned-out stuff. So we've been performing in a cigar bar. That sells really weird Delta 8, which I would never recommend anyone to smoke because it's not organic. Some, like, bad, anyhow, so be it. Challenge this self-correcting stratagem that's confounded and has confronted upon the four-way stop sign. One for each unique corner. Headlights appearing closer than they need to be as they yield anonymously unto the essential cause way. Their interconnectivity, they break to action with citizens in their spontaneous systematic reaction of the intention and immediate restlessness of the idiot's expectation and the human exception. It's a useless impossibility, and they have squared off on their interchangeable truth. And in the mainstream of Main Street, the machinery has... has the mainstream of Main Street, the, drive, the civilized drive of freewheeling city people and the threatening weather that led them from a misguided GPS onto a uniquely complex, over-intellectualized exit ramp as they follow through the redevelopment. Overthought through a once-known local road, they recreate yesterday's highways and innovate the roads of tomorrow with a sense of oneness and they share a lonely mile. Onto the last of the great, better ways. Six, seven, eight. Where the license plate inscription is the windshield algorithm of a sophisticated, although they're no closer, that, although they're no closer to either, it's a reckless parade in a concentric circulette. And the ever-turning gear in the right side at the right time. Six, seven, eight. And the ever-turning gear at the right side at the right time and the never-ending ramp. Oh, fuck all this technology stuff. Never works out. Anyhow. 
I'm, yeah, it's been a bad, anyhow, what am I complaining about? Forget it. It's the stuff, the stuff sucks. The iPhone stuff, all this stuff's weird. Anyhow, there's a curious, <clears throat> there's a curious taste to the experimental elements with sex of body chemistry and supernatural nourishment. Listening as each other's voices are again their own, hearing the thoughts and thinking out loud, and they glimmer a spark that has enlightened the heart, and it makes it difficult to close the eyes. To be gracefully indulgent in the undefended freedoms, we leap from dream to dream with boundless harmony and anonymity and sigh a sense of oneness in a tactile, pure view of light, nothingness, and being, which illuminates the nimble jewel of the cerulean equilibrium. Laughter is the ringtone of the stone in the rebellious language of the agricultural dialect. With vespered grace and indigenous chants, these images of existence are a definitive blueprint of the imperfect foible. It's a malleable realization that reality can turn into exceptional experiments with the self-governing community that polices its utopian aspirations. They trust their own as they believe in each other. And the art of humanity blossoms in a nuance of afterlife as the guardians compromise. The guardians compromise unifies the tribe. It's a micro glimmer in a spoonful of moonlight that incites the eyes with a sentient glint with spontaneous systems and hypnotic sequence of water-colored atmosphere and neon lighting, with Godspeed that compels the thunder of the ambitious fate and abundant destiny of yesterday's weather. To begin on a whim with instinctual discovery that's farther past the hour of the circus seraph, the arcade angel, and the Gnostic witness of a resplendent bird song of the rebellious hearts and the pinwheel fireworks as they share a bubble and dance with their shadows. We are wet with the most emotion. We are joyful with moisture in the groove. Let's get different. There's five types of weirdness. And the happiness is happening as we kick a hacky sack made of the sun. We are selling water in the rain, and we are rebelling against intergalactic tax on meteors. We are finger-painting questions mark and tie-dye compasses in the afterfade. The last row of the stadium show, and we leap from stone to stone. We tiptoe home to a non-gravity zone, and we climb out from behind the clouds and walk amongst the giants. Thank you. Stoned out nonsense. <laughs> Punch's pilot confronts the Jesus of turkeys. Once a year, you surface as the Messiah of turkeys and birds, but your baskets were of fish and bread. Do you claim to be king of the vegetarians? The vegan tribe rejects you, for you have a face of a bird. I, I wash my hands to remain salmonella-free. Send this wannabe king of fowl to be judged by the Purdue of Butterball. What's white, orange, red, white, and blue? What's white, orange, and red, white, and blue? Trump in a bloody American Klan flag robe. Thank you. Okay, I'm done. Phone, <laughs> phone dropped out. I keep going. That was like being on a roller coaster. That was awesome, Gregory. No, it, it was slow. It was choppy. But you get nervous. And, what you know, you take it serious. You have winter where you are, yes? 
Um, green is the color of winter in Oregon. We get ice sometimes. Very rarely do we get snow. I hate it. It's like walking around the side of an oyster's mouth all all winter long. It's soggy and squishy and ugh. Oh, yeah, you know, industrial Jersey. Oh, hey, thanks. I call whatever, new phone, phone wore out, anniversary, all that. Every time I call in, something weird happens. Always interesting. <laughs> Don't. Whatever. Okay, thanks. Gregory, <laughs> tell everyone how Help to find me. you, baby. Fuck, you got any Jesus? What the fuck? Oh, yeah, we don't, oh, no, enough promotion. Some bands need help. They need help with, you know, maybe figuring out names. And then things are so geared up generationally different that it, they think they have to be businessy or, okay, you know, because there's like, right, there's the creative world, there's the hustle world, and then there's like the human world. So right away you're in three, and then you add like two more, right? You know, desires or relationships, right? Mammon, you know, payouts and stuff. So it's it's fucked up. It's awesome. So there, you know, being a fathead's no fun. But yeah, you know, it is a fluent area. Like Dennis has his library show going on, and then the other. Okay, they're like born in. Like 1988. What's that? You're like born in 19... No, 1998. And you just like... That's like really something to think about. You know, yeah. One, he's born in 1998. That just like stammered us. We're like, wow. Doesn't that make you feel old? 19, yeah, yeah. What do you care? Like 1973. No, this is awesome. So that's where all this came from. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, no, we're trying to organize. They're always organizing. and I like it. Why do I like it? It's uncluttered, and it comes from the center of people. And, you know, borderlines to hip-hop and all that. I don't find it as performancey art as sometimes it is. And it's uncluttered. You don't need a guitar. You don't need an image. It's like naked. So it's an it's awesome. So yeah, I don't care. You can find me on Instagram, I guess. That's a new thing. You're not getting... Oh, we already been through that. Yeah, no PP dance on TikTok. You're going on that freak site. It's all bulimia, <laughs> animal abuse, and, and fucking whatever. Wow. What do you want from freaking old things are not good okay hey thanks i'll call in as much as i can now that i have a new phone that held up awesome so all there. right Gregory, thanks <laughs> great job tonight hon. we'll talk like to you soon so like, <laughs> hey thanks dr nyla i need to put out it's cathartic oh hold on then six seven eight this is no yeah, and you're recording this. This is not to be freaking heard by anyone. The obscure facade, the obscured facades enveloped in the camouflage of a fading cloud. In like-minded acceptance, the muse guides through a dreamlike wisp of silence. Maybe it's Sunday, 3 o'clock, the afternoon of Christmas Eve. 
Earth's 23 degrees in Times Square. Faith plays hide-and-seek in the disquieting aspect of the heart's belief, like in an hourglass of yesterday's weather where snow falls never twice the same. I have a legal department. That's pretty cool, right? I love that. Ashley yeah, love that. Yeah, isn't that right? It's been taking a lot of work, and it's still, I shouldn't, you know, I don't mind. It's, it's uh, But, yeah, this is on the moment stuff, so it's been taking a, a lot to break through. comes with music and the whole thing. Pretty cool, right? It came together. It's coming together. It is really cool. I want to hear it when it's, when it's all put, when it's all done. Yeah, about whatever more juiced out. It's totally confusing. Yeah, we're not sure. It kind of switches gears, it's, you know, in pieces. But it should be. I'm not sure. Did it have consistency? Yeah, it does, I thought it right? Was, yeah, yeah. yeah it images, was really good. Yeah, the images are kind of kind of mathematically balanced out. I have to pay more attention. Okay, hey, thanks a lot. <laughs> You're welcome, thing. Gregory. People put some stuff down. This is the most uncluttered. You don't need a drum tech. This is freedom. This is the best thing. It's the best freaking thing. And nobody, uh, it's awesome. Okay. Thank you, hon. Oh, no. I don't know what to do. You you drop me out, and the phone stays on, and I listen, correct? Right. All right. Okay, you don't have we'll to talk yell. to you soon then, hon. <laughs> you sure you want to? This is me. Thanks. This is me dropping you out so you can listen. Okay. Super good. We're on the one. Thanks. All right. Love you, hon. Bye, bye. All right. We're going to jump up and see if we can grab Soldier Blue again. Soldier Blue, are you there, hon? I didn't know you were calling me that soon. I was wandering around the house. Oh. <laughs> I thought I had more. I thought I had more time. I just in there, you know. Okay. I, Call in when I, you know, a little bit later. So I was like, okay, you know, a bit, a little bit of time. Well, we're, ha- we're having line issues, so I'm glad you're uh, still here. Okay. Give me two seconds. I'm getting everything put together. But, yeah, I Yeah, I didn't know that. I wouldn't have. Like I was, not that my, my work was prepared, but. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> My work is always prepared, whether 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 I'm awake or not. <laughs> now, but, now I'm um, picturing you pole dancing in the kitchen with a spatula while you're cooking uh, dinner, waiting to get on the air. Yeah, right. <laughs> good, uh, good luck with that. It's my brain. I can I can picture anything I want. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Well, actually, we're gonna pick up pick up where we left off last week, and only reason I didn't excuse me do anything uh, uh, like in the inbox was because when I started looking through it today and started you know, kind of like uh, tightening up, tightening up some things here and there, it turned out to be a lot longer than I, than I remembered when I was writing it. So kind of <laughs> like man, I. I'm not. I'm just like, are you kidding me? That'd like that'd be like five pages on an inbox. It's like, no, we're not. We're not going there. I but, would go um, there. Any, yeah, I know you would. <laughs> so, um, let's see. Where did? Okay, I'm just gonna kind of pick up on the last couple of lines of what I did last time. 
talking to him, let's see. Uh, Do you want to set beyond, this up? Tell us, explain it and set it up a little bit so people know what you talked about last time, just in case they're here for well, the first time. Well, I mean, I can I can read the whole uh, the whole page to, uh, from. I mean, I mean, before jumping into quote basically quote unquote the newer part. Um, I mean, I don't. It's a it's a it is. I mean, let's put it this way: this this piece kind of unfolds itself, and a couple of pages on from from wherever I start, you're gonna you'll, you'll be able to. Uh, get the picture because where where or what I was talking about at first really doesn't go very far in terms of talking about what it is. Okay, okay. It's kind of like you do you like do what just, you want. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, so it's the deep green smells, scents, phone of youth. Everything has a feeling of long ago. Drawn faces, wrong names. What do you want to call your conquest by street name or given? Spun glass looks like candy webs. Careful lest you cut, get cut. Native education, bloodline eyes there beyond the burnt orange sunset. You can just see the holocaustal horizon. Monjongonha. There is a ripe reason for flesh to be buried. Solstice can get cannot save you, so let us join hands and save what is left of red earth. Stars with a knife bright edge to polish newly mastered. You can cut through the hours unbled. We've gone too many times to the streams of creation. Dreams streaming from our skin. King. We shall remain unbled of this sacrifice as we have learned too well how to sidestep the blade scythe constellations of our well remembered first made earth. Forested thickets of sweet drawn air. The cool shades of the trees. Common speech was held amongst all beings, spirit and flesh. And look like Florida. Peace shall clothe us all once again. Slow burnt ashes, punk wood, the smoke reels, wheels and turns at a whim. Tendrils seeking out, touching everything. Dusted visions everywhere, nothing left to dream about. Warmth. Sorrow drives a hard bargain, and we have seen her best. Nothing left to do but live. Another molded, formed, jacketed memory. Oh, Jack Steele, jacketed stars, only a reflection of the light, red-tinged, drunken at water's edge. Sometimes there is a swiftness to the shoals. Other times it is the slow-speak stones 
held too long underwater. The dull noise of a sonic boom. Schwoover. That drops from the sky. Deep as water. Breath. Knife bright as starshine. Water morphs, becomes liquid gold in the setting of the sun. He... Blood warps, wounds, scars leave maps behind, making journeys, marking not accounted for. Samoon, the heavy burden of this, the trees, the soughing of the wind, making a whisper of pain just before the boughs break. Seven treetops, seven houses, the curlew and the whippoorwill. You must kill the hunger of a plastic society. Red earth at the center of the phrase, silver blades of the moon, celestial points, stars that glitter, knife bright. The scent of planetary burst the leaden distance, only a breath from your head. Brilliance lies in the scattered elements, the shake and the dance of the thinking just before the smash of reality. Bullet in the brain, steel ruler across the spine, the back, Knuckles of the hands, poison, stealth, a secret way to kill. Echoed greens unto a solvent somewhere between blue and black. Trojosane, making the imprint of a journey. Wasida urunye. Upon the harvest path, dermis of the Milky Way, that much more knife-bright, reticular, a weave speculated, but as yet unknown. Fire, prints, fire, blunt, it is also clear by the edge of the fire. Shall we live long enough to see if it is the story of a sacred stranger? None can say. The killing has yet to stop. Pinwheels and dragonflies, colors look better in maternal shades. The test of reckoning, a famine begins, starvation for a new year. Unonthe eats earth. We palm touch the crown of our heads, apitra trakvi, wiping away the darkness we find there, shave at peace with the smooth of our skin, kecha. These murderous times we live in, they too shall pass, gatrate. And we shall scatter them as dirt across the land. Samoon. Knife-bright scars appear without warning, kind of like 
the plastic sheathed barbs of holiday cheer for which we all pay dearly. Red earth, a diadem of uncomplicated gems, but for which the real aliens have no understanding. So we shine as they walk blind, believing the lies their teachers sold them like an advertisement. They took a lot of work, but they were so good. Like that feast of swill you force feed us of patriotism as a thanksgiving. Thanksgiving? Nah, thanks for nothing. The bones now lay before the dogs. The gravy is just a stain upon the tablecloth like that clot of cranberries that reminds us of the blood we spent for your dream. That easy cloud of whipped mashed potatoes reminds us of the white pall upon the battlefield, hard to see through, easy to fall into, with a tortured breath that porous intake. Don't swallow that lest you choke. Wishes are no good upon these knife-bright stars. They flap, they billow, they fold upon a rough field of blue. They are caprisoned, captured, laid to rest upon the lanyard of a flagpole. Bars of bone white and blood crimson, so glorious, yeah? Morgu, battle bird, first to feed on the dead, the crows. You will find him flying over our shattered lives, surveying the aftermath of violence that has given him meat for his feast. It is said up north, Follow the crow that follows the wolf, and you will find meat. Thus we have reached the cliff's edge, the rushing rage of a water cataract. Where there are only elements, wind, water, stone, and cold space, don't follow the knife-bright stars. They will only bring you to death. In peace. That was absolutely phenomenal. There were so many things in there, so many freaking lines that were just absolutely blew me away. You know, I, I talk about uh, being able to write where your words carry weight with them. You know, you want good solid imagery you want good solid lines you know and this is more about the way that you write than the actual piece but you were like a master at that like the line um and forgive me if i don't mm. remember it correctly but it was like um when you said nothing left to dream about I mean, that's a pretty simple statement nothing left to dream about but if you when you hear that you know it absolutely invokes a sense of empty bottomless pool, helpless, forlorn. You know, there's there's so much weight to that word or to that to that that line. And there was another one what was a cut uh, what was it? Colors colors look better in a maternal shade. Yeah. 
Uh, you know, if you really, if you really think <laughs> about that line, you think about that line, and you think about what it implies, what the implication is, you know. And and then, I think my favorite line in it was, um, "Follow the crow that follows the wolf, and there you'll find meat," or something like that. That was incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the whole piece was just amazing. The message that you're conveying, the the way that you write, I just, I love it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Nyla. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got one, and and uh, the reason I mention it, even though I haven't uh, written it yet, <laughs> I have the basic <laughs> concept down. But um, uh, the uh, the reason I'm bringing it up is because I kind of like you know, when I first thought of the, the initial statement, it was a really kind of a flat uh, statement, and it really kind of was like, well, I don't know if I if there's anything to do with that, but. Um, because of uh, one of the books that I'm reading right now, which is basically talking about things on like the, I guess we could consider the philosophical level. Uh, it's called the metaphysics of our exist of our modern existence, um, and that's by Vine Deloria Jr. Because he's talking in terms, it, with the terms of uh, various well-known philosophers and giving them, or should, I should say, putting them through. The, his indigenous filter, being a native uh, professor as well as an author, um, and you know because of the way he's doing that, it was like, oh, I see where I can take that. And it was like, you know, it's like when you walk up to a blind corner and you turn, or you make the turn, and all of a sudden you can see what the next, what the next step is. So I'll be working on that one this upcoming week, and I'll have that ready for this uh, this next Thursday. But it's gonna, yeah, because it's gonna be fun. I'm and I'm gonna take my. Uh, that's one of those pieces that I'm gonna take my time with because I wanted to. I want to be able to hear all of the the whispers of of what happened. You know, when I start writing it, mm-hmm. because there always are. There's always those little whispers on the side. That's that's what I call. Uh, that's one of those instances where it's, I should say, it's, it is a bigger focus for me to tease loose the threads from the frozen dark. Because if you try to jerk on them, they're just going to break and then you have a little bit of something, but not as much as you could have had. That, that Even though you described that, was poetic. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think about it a lot in terms of you know trying to trying to make shape to you know the, the structures I use. Oh, absolutely incredible! Do me a favor, love. Yeah. Tell everyone how they sure. can find you. Okay, uh, you can find me on Facebook under Rafe Wild, and in parentheses it'll say Soldier Blue, and then also they have the uh, uh, podcast that I'm working on. And it's called Red Earth One, and just put those in as separate words, and it should come up. I know it's uh, uh, um, the original uh, app that I used is called Anchor, um, but I know that Spotify um, basically took over management on that. So I'm sure that you can find it on Spotify as well. Very cool. All right, sweetheart. We will talk to you next week. Oh, yes, ma'am. Very cool. All right, hon. I'll, um, 
make sure you stay awake. Oh yeah, I will. <laughs> no more pole dancing. I'll definitely do that. No, 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 we're not doing that no more. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll talk to you soon, honey. Thank you. Great work yes, tonight. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Milo. You're welcome. If you want, you can just hang on the line and listen, because like I said, we are having line issues, and I can uh, probably bring you back on, read another one if you'd like. Sure. Sure, no problem. Okay. Awesome. All right. Let's go ahead and bring on 219. Brother O, are you back with us? Yes, I'm back. How you doing, sweetheart? I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened. I sent you a message to let you know your your line dropped and to please call back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, would you like to start again? Yeah, I'm going to start again. <laughs> okay. This poem is called The Holidays Are Not Exactly Joyous Time of Year. I'll have a blue Christmas without you. I'll be so blue just thinking about you. My dear brothers and sisters, life can be a trip full of trouble, sadness, grief, depression, and tragedy, especially around the holidays. This current pandemic, this current Omicron variant that's going around, Death is really hitting America hard again, nearly 780,000 deaths, including three in that number. After Thanksgiving, I lost two of my closest friends and one of my dear brothers and rhymes in the Chicago Poetry community. For their families, the holidays are not exactly a joyous time of year. Young black brothers fearing for their lives, worried about being targeted for termination by the police and their own peers in the streets. Protests from all walks of life, shouting Black Lives Matter. Can't breathe or just grave injustices committed by grand juries and stand up against police brutality. The racial tensions in this country are still on, on high on the peak. The holidays are not exactly a joyous time of year. Laid off and unemployed, working class people earning minimum wages and still on that to meet their monthly expenses. Worrying about where the next meal is coming from, putting aside their pride and seek assistance from a food pantry. Worried about whether your home will be lost or foreclosed and end up homeless. Money acting seemingly funny and change acting very strange. The holidays are not exactly the joyous time of year. Discouraging hopelessness, mass frustration, anger, and rage are widespread all across this land. Brothers and sisters, such a life of crime put on the Christmas tree. Doors targeted for smashing grab robberies. Dealing with drama. Drama causing people and toxic. Dealing with stress and, and loved ones shaking with chronic conditions during the holidays. Man, if it ain't. I got it. Yeah. And the Christmas thing that won't be the same if you're not here with me. Coping with a. Did a break up with. 
fight when it's during the holiday. Every start a call, you'll be doing all right when your Christmas is right. But I have a blue, blue Christmas. Don't want to celebrate the holidays in a sad and blue mood. Just want to be isolated from everyone staying in the house. Want to be alone, feeling inadequacy and anxiety. No physical activity, falling off the wagon, my usual food, now God's a source of comfort. The holidays are not exactly a year. Bells will be ringing the glad, glad news over the Christmas to have the blues. My baby's gone, and I have no friends to wish me holiday greens once again. Friends and relationships salutations, sure as the stars shine above, because it's Christmas. Yes, Christmas is an idea, the time of year to be with the ones you love. Baby, won't you tell me you never go wrong? Christmas and New Year's will find you home. There'll be no more sorrow. No more pain, no more drama, no more stress, no more loneliness, no more worries and anxiety, no more depression, because I'll be happy, happy once again, brothers and sisters. The holidays can be a very rough time of year. I will find your reason, sir, for your life. I close out with my first. No, no more grief, no more pain, because that's Christmas once again. Did we, did we just lose you? No, no, that's the end poem. No, okay, okay. So it just went real quiet all of a sudden. It kind of cut out, and I didn't hear the last line you said. So, can you read the the last couple lines? Okay. No more sorrow. No more grief. No more pain. Cause I'll be happy as Christmas once again. End poem. Fantastic. Absolutely great read, sweetheart. I'm glad you were able to get back on. We are having some issues with the lines, so I'm glad you were able to get through. Thank you. You're very welcome. All right, tell everyone how to find you, love. And I can't hear you again. His call dropped. We lost him. All right. That was Brother O. And we will talk to you next week. Brother O, we love you. Thank you. Great job. Let's go ahead and bring on area code 702. 702, you are on the air. Hey, Nyla. (laughs) Hi, Jimmy Ray. How are you, sweetheart? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I figured I'd try to squeeze in. Well, I'm glad you're able to get through because we are having a hell of time with our lines tonight. Well, that's what, I wonder what's going on. I, I mean, don't know. this is the month of Christmas. You know, this is not the time for this to be happening. <laughs> Technology celebrates no holidays. That is very true. Um, Technology so has no gods. <laughs> That's a good right. writing prompt. It is. It is. I think you should. That should be a prompt for Nyla, though. Ugh. 
Like a like well like a Nyla only prompt. Only Nyla gets to do it. I don't like the way you you like throw things back at me. You're like a monkey in the zoo. Here, take your own shit back, Nyla. <laughs> well, you know, Funny. you know, Nyla, I, you know, I've learned that from you. I mean, you I know. always throwing stuff. You wouldn't let me stop. You, oh no, record this, do that, and I and I did. We inspired each other over the years, and it's a beautiful thing. So I just like to continue the trend. Okay. Okay. So. All right, I've got a very special poem uh, picked out here. Uh, I was actually trying to post it today, and I had nothing but problems, so it didn't happen. But this is, as many of mine, this is uh, in. It is a story told in, of course, poetry format. And this is five Christmas wishes. There wasn't any room in the station wagon for a Christmas tree. So Johnny and his folks did what they could with some lights and tinsel they found in the trash. They wanted it to be special for Johnny's baby sister, Estelle. And it was cold and bitter on the mean streets of L.A. Last Christmas had been grand. In their own cozy home, Santa had brought multitudes of pretty wrapped gifts. But Johnny's dad got laid off and the bank foreclosed. Santa may not find us here, Daddy said, looking away. Johnny just smiled, gave his father a big hug, and said, Everything will be okay. Cold Christmas Eve. Johnny lay in the back seat while Estelle cooed to baby dreams. His parents whispered softly. Daddy was talking about breaking into a toy store so his son would have something, anything, on Christmas morning. Johnny sat up. No, Dad. You don't have to help Santa. He'll find us. You'll see. Later, Johnny slept peacefully. His mama wept quietly. Daddy sat up all night watching his boy sleep. He gazed at the dark alley and saw a brief flash of steel, but then it was gone, and the cold fingers of reality harnessed their claw-like grip, and Johnny's father cried. Christmas morning, the winos were milling about. A victim of the night lay face down in the alley. Johnny's dad laid a hand on his shoulder. Well, I guess Santa couldn't find us, champ. But Johnny didn't hear. He was focused on the shiny silver nickel that lay in the palm of his hand. Ah, it was the shiniest nickel ever. And with the weight of pure silver. And etched into the rounded edge, so minuscule, almost unseen, was a peculiar inscription. Five Christmas wishes, followed by two letters flourishing, S-C. Johnny had prayed last night. He had asked for a miracle. And when he awoke, that coin was in his hand. He wished for his family to be safe. He wished for his father to find work. He wished for a house with four walls. He wished for his baby sister to utter her first words. And he wished his mother would finally find her smile again. Johnny wished nothing for himself. For even at five years old, he knew that if his family was okay, then he would be as well. And just like a wisp of magic, they were really okay. 
The dead man in the alley was Bill, a homeless man they had befriended. He had stopped the killer from attacking Johnny's family. Greg the Butcher offered Dad a job and a place for them to stay until they got on their feet. Estelle said her first words, Mama, and Johnny's mother smiled like the sun. The old man sits on a park bench reflecting on a wonderful full life. A life filled with love and some pain, children and grandchildren. But most of all, he thinks about Christmases come and gone, especially one in particular. He looks down at the shiny nickel, which has lost none of its luster. He smiles. For it is Christmas Day. He closes his eyes. And he dies. The nickel falls to the ground and rolls and rolls and rolls until it stops on its edge at the feet of a young girl, about five years old. She picks up the shiniest coin she has ever seen. Jonna, her mother shouts, what did you just pick up from the dirt? Look how pretty it is, Mama. Can I keep it? That is the most tarnished coin I've ever seen. Throw it away, Jonna. Jonna kept it. But that's a story for another day. And Paul. Oh, it almost made me cry. It was so I awesome. Know. Thank you. I know. I, I actually read it to Michael on the way from taking Maria to work, and he was driving, you know, so I, I read it to him, to him just to kind of, you know, test out. Because I, I couldn't even remember reading it out loud. I don't know if that's one I ever did live. And uh, I was I was kind of hitching up reading it to him. And, you know, even he said it was pretty emotional. I said, well, hey, you know. Um, and he kind of touched on what you always say, too. It was like, it's overall, it's a heartwarming story, but there's a little grit in there, you know. I mean, I told him, I said, well, what do you expect, Michael? I'm the word machinist, man. Well, it's real <laughs> life, and not life isn't always real pretty. But, yeah. you know, from, from you know, you did a really good job of showing how it goes on. I love the way that you showed the magic of the way kids see compared to the what parents see. And I do want to hear the story from another day. Or for another day. I knew you would, and I, and I want to tell it. And I and I didn't even think about this until afterwards, because I think I actually wrote this poem uh, before Abattoir, because Michael brought it up. He's like, uh, Dad, the uh, wino that saved the family and it ended up dead in the alley, his name was Bill. He wouldn't happen to be <laughs> a certain old Bill, would he? And I was like, you know, maybe he was. Maybe that was part <laughs> of his redemption. I mean, I have not written the whole story of, the Abattoir and Temple Hollow and Old Bill and Lenore. It hasn't all been written yet. And it's going to happen. It's going to be in pieces. It's going to be in origination pieces and, and future pieces. And it's all going to be out of order, but it'll all be put in order when I get the Chronicles going. But, um, uh, yeah, so that that's that, it's a definite possibility. And also, you know, I did, and I'm sure you kind of touched on that. Um, and I don't know if I really was – specifically doing this at the time, but I think subconsciously, at least as I wrote it, the nickel being shiny and then the, the girl's mother at the end saying how tarnished it was, um, was to me kind of uh, similar to the bells, you know, the bells that the parents can't hear anymore, but the kids mm-hmm. who still believe in it. So, so yeah, there's uh Yeah, I love that in there. I love that in there. Well, thank you, Nyla. I do appreciate it. You're welcome. That was incredible. It made me all feel well warm and fuzzy now. Now I just want like a eggnog and a quilt. And 
A nickel. <laughs> and a nickel. God, give me a nickel. <laughs> I want that nickel. <laughs> oh, geez whiz. All right, you going to read a second one, hon? Um, yeah, I got a short, shorter one here. Yeah. I'll, you know what? This is just silly. I'll, I'll end with silly. Uh, okay, so this is called Cave Man. With a slate surfboard and a Neanderthal grin, he strides hairy, barrel-chested in front of the bone-nosed girls as they shriek and grunt. Half-pipe gutter snipe for waves of dirt and mammoth dung, rising rancid in the pre-Ice Age sun. Fuck, he thinks, look at me go, and we haven't even invented the wheel yet. Looking at the girls, all of a sudden, wipe out. Didn't see that mastodon tusk. Talk about hanging ten. They remembered him for a day, immortalizing his plight on a rugged cave wall, and then on to bigger salmon, like the aforementioned wheel, and a pesky quest for fire that was yet to come. Come on, dudes, his spirit screams as he floats aloft. That was my life and my cave, man. End poem. <laughs> oh, too funny. Who yeah, was it I did, that did the caveman what? commercials back in the old days? Who was that? The caveman? Remember those? Uh, yeah, I do. I can't remember who it was, though. I always thought the caveman in those commercials was cute. Yeah, well, I don't know if I thought that, but I, you know, I can see where you're going with it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, Nyla, honestly. I can't. <laughs> And I just pulled that. I didn't really have a second one, so I just kind of throwing. I, but you know, that's a that's a combination of just uh, being playfully absurd. My literally, my mindset was a surfer, a Neanderthal surfer. He's not even surfing ocean. He's literally <laughs> surfing on. He's surfing on the dirt, and then he wipes out, and he's immortalized on the cave wall. And that's kind of like that's kind of the lead into poetry, or or what would maybe have served as that. Because what could they do back then if they were going to? portray something in words, but jot, you know, hammer it out on the cave wall. So, um, yeah, just, just some, just a bit of fun there. I thought it was genius. I love it. I, I just, I love, I love it. All right, my sweet, tell everyone how they can come and show you some love. All right, Nyla, um, we are working on, I'll keep everybody posted on the Abattoir Chronicles and what format that shall take. In the meantime, Jimmy Ray Davis, Facebook, uh, Reverb Nation, forward slash Word Machinist, if you want to check out those juicy vocal varieties that Nyla sometimes plays on the show. And I want everybody, I, I will make every effort. It's really hard for me with my schedule now, like I told you, but I'm going to make every effort to be here when I can. Um, and um, I definitely will, will try to make at least one more appearance before Christmas. But until that time, and if something happens, I want everybody to have a happy holiday. Nyla, you as well. And uh, love you, and you, you take care. I will. I want to ask you a quick question, though. Do you have time okay. to hang out for just a minute for one more call? Do you want to, can you hang out for one more caller with me? Uh, I can do one. Okay. I'm going to bring this caller on while you're on with me. All right, area code 216, you're on the air. <laughs> wow. Jimmy, oh, my goodness. Thank you, Nyla. You know how he makes me smile. And he just did <laughs> a new avatar of me the other day, and well, I think it was yesterday. And it looks more like me when I was young with red hair. I mean, I didn't ever have that kind of red hair, but... I'm telling you, his avatar's uh, reface is getting 
to the point where it's actually kind of scary. I mean, they look more like me than me. So, Jimmy, I, I, I was tickled, tickled, tickled when I saw that one. I don't know who she was, but I know I saw my face on there with that red hair, and it was so cute. I, I just laughed and enjoyed it so much. Okay, let me read this real quick because I know you wanted Jimmy to, uh, to hear it. Okay. It's called Ain't Nobody Coming. And, Jimmy, I wrote this in 2020 when uh, COVID first came out. Okay? Okay. Okay. Here we go. Don't flog. Read this blog. Because ain't nobody coming. Careful with the pipes. Don't stop up the toilets because ain't no plumber coming. That bad tooth that hurts to the root. Newsflash. Ain't no dentist coming. Ain't no dentist open. Separate your garbage. Garbage man ain't doing extra. No half mask suit or gas mask. They ain't up for the task. Pray on the Internet because your church is closed. If they catch you gathering, your church will be exposed. Activate your MacGyver mode. Learn to eat food that is expired. Pull out your tooth with pliers. Cut up a sheet and make diapers. Hand sanitizer and wipes. Clean off your card after you swipe. Use coffee filters and cotton. Add stretchy cord and cover. Stand six away from your brother, sister, and mother, or any other. Grow food in plastic bottles again. I say you must learn to maneuver like MacGyver. Oh, and don't throw nothing away. You may need it on the May Day if and when Rona comes your way. Don't clog. Read this blog. Careful with the pipes. Don't stop up toilets because ain't no plumber coming. Ain't nobody coming. Everybody's running. Everyone is running because they don't want corona. Ambulance ain't coming. Boys in blue ain't coming. Everyone is running. They think you may have the virus. Better take the herbs and bush and vitamins. Better get innovative. Like the farmer said to the potato, I'll plant you now and dig you later. So y'all better maneuver like MacGyver. Soul inspiring. Making a way out of no way. Because ain't nobody coming. That's that piece. Hmm. <laughs> love it. I love it. Oh, mama. You know, I, and and it's, so it's like it's literally to me and and in a in in a somewhat whimsical way but at the same time dead serious it is sums up exactly really the the state of affairs when you wrote that and and because really i mean we think that it was scary yeah it was scary and what's really funny about it is uh, what's really funny when you think about it is all the fools and, you know, sorry to get, go on this route, but all the fools now that are spouting all the, oh, it's all playing, you know, this and that and the, and the conspiracies, they were uh, they were in the same boat. They were just as scared as everybody else. It wasn't until it started right. to politicized and everybody wanted to start doing this little bullshit. But but that, well, you, you summed it up beautifully, and I love the internal rhyming. It was off the hook. You know I love okay. your writing anyway. And you when so you – you, your constant mantra of there's ain't, ain't nobody coming, ain't no plumber coming, ain't no, that is like a perfect punctuation to hammer home. I did a poem a long time ago that I did a similar refrain. Uh, it was called no, 
no sign of the train, and it was a, it was a despair laden oh. home. But and and every every stanza ends with and there's no sign of the train, no sign of the train. I love that. And, train driver. Yeah, that's cool right there. I yeah, like I want to so, hear that. Yeah, do that for me one day. I, I will I will try to pull that one up. I think that's one of my lost pieces. Yeah. Like I haven't really, I haven't really wow. that much. But Mama, Mama, that was beautiful. I loved it. Nyla. <laughs> I don't know if you were you here at the beginning of the show, Jimmy. Did you hear um, the update I did on Mama? I did not. So I, not here. I, I tried to. She, she kicked want to tell you. COVID and double pneumonia. You. She kicked its ass. Well, they have you know, released already... her from the hospital, and they have her in a uh, in a care facility to help her get stronger, and then she gets to go home. And, yeah. and you know what? I'm not even I, I, I'm not even a tiny bit surprised. Mm-mm. <laughs> but the guilty like part I, is if I if I had to listen to myself in that poem, I probably wouldn't be here. But I took my little silly butt to the All You Can Eat restaurant, and. Uh, Knowing people not washing their hands, knowing people got COVID, knowing they not wearing no mask when they eat, and uh, now I'm laying up here in the second rehabilitation clinic. Um, I was almost out of here, but uh, they didn't have to give me any uh, ventilator or anything. They just sent me uh, uh, to another hospital with the oxygen, and uh, I did the oxygen, and now I'm breathing on my own without the oxygen. So God is good, and uh, thank you, Jimmy. You made my day. Thank you, Nyla, for bringing them on. <laughs> You're welcome, Mama. I knew that would make you happy. We love you, Mama. Thank you. All right, you guys, both of you, thank you. Mama, tell everyone how to find you. Jimmy, I'll let you go so you can take care of your stuff. Thank you for hanging with us, okay? All right. Thanks, Nyla. Love you, Mama. Love you back. All right. So okay, tell everyone how to find you again, Mama. You can find me on Poetry Soup, one word. You can find me find me on the Internet on Thursdays, on the Speakeasy Cafe, and um, you can find me every other Friday um, on Keith Eric's show, Renaissance. That's about it. I'm not doing as many as I have been, but I definitely know if you want to read something of mine, Poetry Soup, and if you want to hear me, Thursday night, Speakeasy Cafe. So that's about it. Awesome. All right, Mama. Thank you so much. Thank you for calling in tonight. You have no idea how much joy this has brought into my world. I love you so much. Thank you you so much. Love you back. Talk to you soon. Okay. Okay. My Mama. All right. Let's go ahead and grab area code 210. 210, you're on the air. Hey, good evening, Nyla. This is Kimbrella Renee. How are you? Hey, sweetheart. I'm doing great. How are you doing? I am good. I'm good. I just made it back from my daughter's. Um, she had a little band concert, so I made it back in time to make it over to your show. I am so glad you're here. This is awesome. What are you bringing us tonight? Um, it's untitled. I will. Um, I'll share it with you when you're ready. I don't have a title for hopefully I'll come up with one soon but I will share it with you when you're ready please start when you're good all right he's been awaiting her presence for hours yet imagining this very moment since the first day they met 
He employed his time by booking reservations on that side of his chest where the drumline of the Most High manifests, just so her mind could rest easy when she arrives. He could hear her footsteps approaching. The jingling of her keys reminds him of wind chimes when kissed by a subtle breeze. She opens the door. And he could see her mind filing folders that begin to fold her shoulders as the world's waist welled within her eyes until it beat her brows into a scowl. And from the howling of the wind to the sky's bruised skin, their windows exposed evidence that she was not alone in this onset of emotions and rain. Each tap on the panes tapped on her pain as the path to their bedroom became a sentimental mood subdued in Duke Ellington's blues. See, lately... Her days had fingertips like Jimi Hendrix, manipulating the forecast of her soul streams into turbulent weather as thunder rolled in her throat and painted lightning all over her face. It's that moment when life imitates art, yet she felt nothing like a masterpiece, but more like a shipwreck lost in a sea of grief while life looped in condolences and RIPs that collapsed her to her knees. She breathes, sitting in the seat of her silence on their bedroom floor, inhaling and exhaling cosmically for clarity while rocking her body and running her fingers through her temperamental crown as it fussed about the pain of submitting to the brittle command of her bothered hands until each strand demanded a drink. And just as her posture began to shrink, he selflessly recruited himself as her main bartender. He parted her hair with the most tender touches then served warm coconut oil to worship the curved roots that he designed. It baptized her roots within every slide, scriptures of stimulation and high vibration surging through his fingertips in a slow dance upon her scalp. Her thoughts began swarming in sweet metaphors like bees to a honeycomb in their sacred language was created, translated, spoken. He flavored her in his fervor, massaging her from follicles to feet. See, it was like love was too weak to define how much he could adore her, like he'd be there for her until the end of time where his purple rain libations into her mane and she supped all the riches, lifting her into the most radiant shine. His peace invaded her veins, switching the lanes of her spirit with no breaks, and he had no fear of getting pulled over as he entered her state of mind because he had a license to drive, to lead, to protect, and he met her in that space that was robbing her of feeling safe as he sat on the floor then scooted up right behind her, wrapping his legs securely around hers until he was completely draped around her and cradling her frame. See, he became her cape, her knight in melanin armor, and it calmed her as she felt his heart delivering pulse patterns of passion upon her spine. And at that perfect time, he whispered these words in her ear, just let me cover you with my last 
name in peace. That was so powerful and so beautiful. Thank you. Wow. Thank you so much. And there was an intensity to it that just was like electricity. I appreciate that. I just, I love to just be able to write about intimacy and not, you know, in a perverted way, but just in a way where it's just those simple moments that you share, like just the thought of, you know, your loved one sitting there parting your scalp and oiling your scalp, like the intimacy of that rubbing your head and you had a long day. And, and Do you want to know how well sleep. you did that? How well you did that That. that. Sure thought of intimacy that I expected at the end of that poem before you got to some of the other parts for you to be talking about God. I thought you were, I thought it was going to be her faith picking her up. I thought it was going to be I thought I thought it was going to be God. That's how well that was written in that kind of love. But that's the beauty about art. It allows whoever's listening to take whatever they need to take. And whatever you needed to receive from it, that's what you'll receive. So I appreciate that that feedback. I thought that's where you were going with it. But there were things in there that let me know that isn't what you were talking about. Um, But the conveyance of that unconditional, all-powerful, unwavering love that people you know that that people have in their faith to be able to convey that in a human form was just brilliant mm-hmm. brilliantly done I awesome it. thank you so much thank you and i just wanted to say send my love to mama she knows i love her but i just wanted to let her know i know she might be listening cuz i shared this poem with her um yesterday so I didn't think I was going to make it in time, but I wanted to come over and share with you guys. So much love <laughs> so to you. I'm so glad you're here. Of course. And she still is on the line, so she is listening. No problem. Well, thank you for having me, and I'll continue to tune in. Make sure you tell everyone how to find you before you go, hon. Oh, sure. Um, so, yeah, you can find me on Facebook. Um, Kimbrella Renee, which is K-I-M-B-R-E-L-L-A, and Renee is spelled R-E-N-E-A. Same thing on Instagram. My poet page is the same thing. And then on Renaissance Poetry under Epiphany Radio every other Friday at 9 p.m. Central. Myself, hosted by Keith Eric, and the other event page host is Sister Taraji. We have open mic there. Um, Open, you know, any genre is welcome. So feel free to come by at 9 p.m. every other Friday. Beautiful. All right, Kimbrella, great job tonight. Thank you so much. And thank you for checking in with me, by the way. Of course, no problem at all. Much love to you and your family. Thank you, honey. We'll talk to you soon. All righty. Okay. Let's go ahead and grab area code 506. 506, you're on the air. Hi, it's Lady A. Hey, honey, how are you doing? Not too bad. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. It's good to hear from you. Great to hear your voice too. Um, <clears throat> I um, I I just called in, so I, I didn't hear what the topic was. Is it open poetry still? Mhm. Of course. Always. Okay. 
I had a piece and now it's disappeared, so um, just <laughs> oh. let me, uh, oh, isn't that awful? Let me see. Um, yeah, we I don't ever do it. We don't ever do a theme here. I'm, I'm stalling so you can find your poem, but we don't. <laughs> we don't ever do a theme here. You know, sometimes we'll do like on on a Halloween. It's like you know, if you got a spooky poem, bring it. But you you always can read anything you want. Well, that's great. I um, like I said, I did have uh, something picked out and I had put aside on uh, on my computer, and and now I can't find it, and I'm I'm feeling very bad about that. Do you want me to take the caller, the next caller, and then come back and grab you? Yes, please. Okay, I can do that. We'll be right back, Lady Thank A. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's go ahead and grab area code 425. 425, you're on the air. Hi, Nyla. It's Brenda. I'm in case, Lady. Hey, honey. How are you? Um, I'm okay. It is good I'm to hear from you. I'm a little getting here, but... <laughs> Oh, it's good to hear from you, too. It's been a little while. It's been a little while. So what's been going on with you, and what did you bring us tonight? Oh, I um, I was talking with a friend of mine that was really depressed, trying to bring her back up. <laughs> I think there's a lot of that going around. Um, I have a piece. Cold, have I so misbehaved? All my pretty thoughts, losing all their color, pounded into dust, turning into rust upon my tongue. I'm sorry I was bad, yet I had so much feeling. My heart beats in the chest of a man whose sheets are smoothed by cooler hands than mine. Oh, how I burn. Neglected expressions blow through my weary mind as crackled autumn leaves crushed beneath the feet of one with such indifference. Have I so misbehaved, bringing all my passion to your unopened door? That pounding in your chest it is my unanswered cry. We have misbehaved, for all the leaves are gone, and our great tree of passion lays waste outside the door. The pounding in my chest stops with each heavy sigh. Her hands other than mine now wipe your fevered brow. And the great vanilla sky looks down on us and laughs, but we have lost our path, my love. And and poem? And poem. That was phenomenal. That was absolutely incredible. There was such tenderness to it, but such, I mean, it was like that feeling of an empty wind the the it was just it was amazing thank you you're very welcome are you going to read too honey oh sure if you want me to okay
What else would you like to read? I just heard a serenade, a love song that we knew, and oh my God, it wounded me. My heart was torn in two. I know that if you listened to that same melody, it would take you back to a place so real, like like it just did with me. I hope you never hear it because I want you to forget everything I struggle to. Please don't say you haven't yet. It's so painful to remember that special yesterday when the love that you still carry is miles and miles away and you can't feel the beating of that lover's heart beneath the beating of your own and you feel so torn apart. But if by chance you hear it, I hope she's there with you and that you're not alone like me with no one to cling to. Oh God, whoever wrote that song just crush this woman's heart. In the center of their hand with their unwitting art by painting such a picture, a scene from my own play. How could they know my private life in every single way? I'm sorry that I've told you, but who else could I tell? I knew that you would understand because you know me oh so well. In peace. Wow. That was incredible as well. Both of those pieces are just beautiful. Thank you. You're very, very welcome. I'm so glad you called in. Oh, thank you. It was wonderful to be here with you again. Do me a favor. I want you to tell everybody how they can come over and visit you and how they can get to know you and your work better. Oh, you can find me at WordPress, Case the Poetry of Case Lady, and you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, just about everywhere. Awesome. You can find my poetry. All right. So I haven't been, I haven't come been back and read as it as often as you can. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate that. It's a pleasure always. Thank you, honey. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. I'm going to go ahead and grab our next caller. Oh, no, we're not. We are going to go back up here, and we are going to grab Lady A at 506. Hi. Are you ready, hon? I couldn't find the poem, so I'm going to read you a different one, if that's okay. Sure. And um, it's, um, it's kind of a love poem that's based on a, a picture, a painting that was done. Um, by Mitoire, and um, if I may, I can I can read that. It's called a portrait of love. Okay. Portrait by Mitoire captures marble skin against black velvet. Satin ribbons play ring around the rosy and grace her slippered feet. Garden trees, rainbow streets, drapes of nature's finery. Brushes her cheek of pearlescent pink. She flushes just to think he would desire to paint her only. Struck a blow deeply lonely. Flattered, fluttered, feelings flustered, charmed in him she trusted. Strokes of pink, red, and peach. Her skin transformed the canvas. Innocence painted among green and gold. 
an orchid among thorns, perfection in black, curls cascade down her back, he's delighted. Artist and subject become the object of the other's affection. Paintbrushes kiss her lips precisely, Cupid's bow coral pink concisely. She, his lady, he, her kind sir, stand together in arms they surrender. Words colored with love speak under star-filled skies. I can't help falling in love with you, moonlit night cries. Night falls into the lake, water dark and gloomy. Love lifts the shroud and beckons her, come to me. The woman in black embraces him back while he sings her colors in song and poem. Wow. Amazing. Thank you. That was beautiful. Andrew, you can have two of them tonight. I can. I can put up another one. Yes. I'll um, read one called "The Seasons of Life." Okay. Spring has sprung, brings new birth, a baby's life from Mother Earth. Hope is born, a promise spoken, a different life than parents broken. Spoken words of love pledge, not like those which haunt my head. Baby cries, no one comes. Trust is broken, a pattern begun. Summer sings soft breezes, brushes cheeks like Georgia peaches. Pools, playgrounds, baseball, trips to New Brunswick beaches. Frolicking all afternoon, homeward bound to face more doom. Child cries, no one cares. Pattern continues into despair. Autumn winds swirl red leaves, orange and yellow from the trees. Lovers stroll hand in hand, thinking of marriage plans. Date is set, dress is bought, wedding night draws bloody jaw. Woman cries, he strikes a blow. Pattern now etched in stone. Winter's snow blankets ground, pristine beauty, sparkling jewels. Snowflakes fall, their own design, crystal brilliance, royal rain. She rushes out the door, two kids in tow, and crimson blood stains the snow. Children cry, no one hears. Not even mother can calm their fears. And poem. Wow. That actually uh, really kind of parallels and and paints a pretty good picture for me. Yeah. And it was rough, and it was beautiful, and it was very powerful. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Wow, that one kind of got me. That got me good. <laughs> You got me there, Lady A. (laughs) Um, You know, to me, I think most poets write of their own experiences, and it's cathartic. And I was looking through my poetry, and I have a lot of very dark poems. and, And part of me wants to say, I don't want to write those anymore. But it's who I am, 
and um, and I'm sorry that it was upsetting to you. No, it wasn't upsetting. Um, I think it re- it reminded me of some really dark times as well. Yeah. But I think it's how you move on from those dark times, how you perceive them now. Mm-hmm. You know, if you move past them in a healthy way, I think, and come to peace with your past, then it really can't hurt you anymore. Exactly. And as it can be. And and you can lend your experience um, to someone else who's going through it, too. That's the other part of it. That's a cathartic thing for everyone. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, the other person won't feel like they're alone in their thoughts and... Yeah. Hmm. Fantastic job. It makes me feel like I wish I could tell you part of the story so you could see how much that parallels. Um, I think think you'd be really surprised, but I'm not going to do that. But I am going to ask you to tell everyone how they can find you. (laughs) Well, you can find me on uh, All Poetry um, in the group um, A Team of Voices. And uh, and on Facebook as Andrea Wheaton, I don't travel around too much. With I, you know, talk, do the radio program sometimes, and and it's pretty much the poetry site in, in my Facebook. Very cool. All right, I am really looking forward to you calling in again. You did a great job tonight, honey. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome, Happy sweetheart. Party. We'll talk Happy to you soon. Party. Okay. What's that? Bye bye. Bye-bye, hon. Okay. Let's go ahead and grab area code 903. 903, you are on the air. Hello, Nyla. How are you doing hey, tonight? Eric. This is Eric Spellman. You got off work in time. Welcome. Yeah. Well, I didn't think I was going to. I was doing siding this morning, and then I had to go to Texarkana. It's three hours away. So. You travel so much. It's crazy. Yes, it is crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty crazy, but uh, we did uh, plumbing and siding today. So, but, hey, do you know uh, how to fix the washing machine? How to fix a washing machine? No, yeah. I'm sorry, I don't. I don't. Oh, my dad it. probably does. Ask him. <laughs> he probably knows. Mine, mine broke today. I'm so sad. Uh oh, that's not good. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I do coin laundry, so I have a laundromat. <laughs> me tomorrow. So. No, they're soaking yeah. wet. I have to get them. I have to get them dried. What? Finish washing and drying them. So yeah, that's going to be me tomorrow. Yeah, and I've been hanging my clothes too because they haven't been drying in the dryer too. After paying, you know, a dollar seventy-five for each one. So. I know, isn't that crazy? Yeah. So, so I just start hanging them up tonight, baby. After. Well, I got Thanksgiving. Uh, sorry, I've been gone, been working, but, so Thanksgiving, and are we doing two or just one tonight? Oh, you can do two. Okay, cool. I was making sure. All right. So Thanksgiving, bountiful harvest, grateful gathered together. Hang on a second. Let me turn my car off so you don't hear the, I just got home. So hang on. There we go. All right. Hang on. All right. Sorry. So Thanksgiving. Bountiful harvest, grateful gathered together, giving thanks, feasting, gratitudes revealed, re- reveled, preparing and cooking food, 
sharing what one grateful for or what's one's grateful what one's grateful for commuting with one's families friends together communing and con- conversing consuming good food drinks with friends and family conversing on everything thankfully happy appreciative natively kindly satiated gratefully invitingly viewpoints indigenous nobly generously teeter tottering turkeys thoughts uh, trust ham harvest hot chocolate hearth arrangement autumn all aroma native american new world november noon kale kernels kidney beans ken folk s'mores spinach squash stuffing sweet potatoes sweet potato pie stories gravy green beans gathering going indian corn ice cream indigenous in provisatory vegetables vanilla venison vav immigrated indians invited mbongi nuts nutmeg nutcracker nation gratefully generously graciously greeting talking and walking turkey what an unstable wobble 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 struts about bobble 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 struts around hobble 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 sings gobble 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 walks on cobble cobble cobbles times reflections gratitude's traditions love enjoys reflections stuffed roasted turkey salad Give thanks for being alive. Give thanks for being for your beating heart. Give thanks for every blessing you've received from your strife. Give thanks for your existence start. Give give thanks for the sun and moon, stars and universe that thrives. American abundant, honorable, ample, bountiful, blessed, buttery, baked, beloved, crisp, creamy, candied cheerful classic delicious delicacies drowsiness elegant eating embracing entertaining expectating family fun filled fortunate fall friendship feasting festive fireside full generous glazed golden gracious grateful home cooked happy historical ham harvest hearth heartland helping heritage holding hand holiday home homecoming home homeward home, uh, hope horn of plenty hospitality host hostess hot chocolate hugs hymns ice cream indigenous indian corn inviting immigrate joyful jams jellies journey cake kale kerns kisses kitchen lavish laughter legal federal holiday libation love mashed merry meaningful manif- manifold Mayflower, Native, Noble, Native American, Network, New World, November, Nutcrackers, Nutmeg, Nuts, Observations, Occasions, Onions, Pass, Plump, Privilege, Prosperous, Pals, Piping Hot, Quaying, Quality, Questing, Quincy Pie, Reflections, Religious, Refuge, Rejoice, Relaxation, Relatives, Relationships, Roast, Roasted Turkey, Rolls, reunions, rituals, savory, sweet, spice, steaming, 
stuff special, Sarah Joseph Hell. Thankful traditional Thursday table setting, calm turkey, travel treaty, trimmings, trips, turnips, understanding, unifying, unique, universals, vacation, vanilla, vegetable, vegetarian, venison, viewpoints, vision, wit, welcoming, wonderful, warmth, wassail, waddle, welcome, wild turkeys, William Bradford, wintered, worship, worshipers, excellent, Xmas, extras, Yams, Yells, Yorkshire Pudding, Stainy, Zesty, Zucchini, Thanksgiving, Grateful, Thankful, Feasting, Community, Vacationing, Family, Friends, Unthankfulness, Unappreciative, Condemning, Criticizing, Censoring, Disfavor, Refusal, Hate. That's in peace. And now I want to go make a box of stovetop stuffing. Yes. <laughs> they rock. <laughs> Awesome, thank you. I appreciate it. Sorry, it's, that's one. That's really long, but I loved so. it. I absolutely loved it. Such play on words. You just dangle them on, dangle them on strings, and make them dance. Yes, and thank you so much. It's like my uh, Halloween poems. The last two ones I read uh, are basically doing. Each stanza is a different form of poetry, which is fun and it's quite the challenge. So. And I'm still working on my holiday poems, too. I got time for the <laughs> Christmas one, or? Sure. Okay. I was making sure I didn't want to take up other people's time. That's all. Hang on one second. Let me get the right one. Okay. So this is Christmas. Uh, so I'm doing the holiday poems, trying to keep an open mind. So here we go. This is Christmas. Winter's freezing winds blow briskly, brutefully, snowy, sleety, solstice. Merriment spirits, jolly, joyful, happy hearts, Yuletides festivals, celebrating Christ's gift-giving, gift-receiving, singing carols, giving praise. Wild hunt celebrations for Yule, praising and worshiping Odin, Madhadran Hut, Supreme, commuting, communing, communities, heralding, happy, hopeful, holly, holidays, Rejoicing religions, righteous reverences, icy, ivy, icicles, snowfall, snowballs, snowmen, snowflake, trips, togetherness, tidings, toys, traditions, merry man, man, manager, or manger, yeah, sorry, my bad, uh, it's merry manger, mince pies, mistletoes, mittens, myrrh, angels appreciate advents, sledding, slaying, Skating, candy canes, cards, caring, cheerful, charismatic, hot chocolate, hot cider, hugs, hallelujah, receiving red ribbons, reunions, reindeer, ice skating, icicle eating, Israeli, St. Nicholas, Santa Claus, sacred symbols, special shepherds, spirits, tinsel, trees, three kings, day, tiny Tim, tranquilist, Magical, musical, miracles, merry, messianicism, appreciating angels, advent calendars, aroma, stuffed stockings, sugar plum scarves, apostles believe in Jesus Christ, doctrine, evangelicalism, freedom, gracefulness, godliness, generousness, 
glory, God's Son, holiness, happiness, hopefulness, honorable, in, intuitions, innovations, introspections, justifications, justifications, uh, kindness, knowledgeable, king of kings, light, love, laws, life, mercyfulness, masterfulness, noteworthiness, never-ending notoriety, obedience, omnipresent, omnipotent, prophecies, parables, preachings, quotable questions, right, righteousness, rebelliousness, revelations, spreading, salvations, sanctions, sanctions, sorry, supreme, savior, truthful teachings, tremendously, universalisms, undefiled, vindications, victorious, wisdoms, way, wonderfulness, synodoxial, yearning, celebratory, children waking up their parents earlier than usual, awaiting whatever gifts they expected, receiving gifts their parents bought them, whether or not they liked what they got. Still thank them either way. Christmas that comes and goes once every year. Christmas is winter celebration, full of cheer. Christmas is festive, fun, joyful, and happiness. Christmas, it's time to give and receive gifts. Christmas is celebrating Christ's birthday. Christmas is enjoying great feasts with family and friends. Christmas time has come tonight. Good food, drinks, and company celebrating Christ's birthday. Helen, Holly King, Oak King, Sons, Son, Rebirth Festival. That's in peace. <laughs> that was so much work. I, can, I can't even imagine running them all together like that. That was awesome. I love the part where it said icicle eating. Because I remember doing yeah. that as a kid, and I look, think about it now, and it's like the ice and all that water runs off this nasty, dirty roof yeah. into this gutter that's full of God yeah. knows what, and then drips down, that's and right. we're just happily <laughs> grabbing hold of them and eating them. It's like nasty. Mm-hmm. I would, ah. Oh. You know, yeah. the ignorance and the naivety yeah. of youth. How I miss right. that. Right. <laughs> yeah, we did that, too. It was a good times. So, well, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Uh I'm glad you liked them. I'm gonna. I'm working on Day of the Dead right now, and I'll be doing a whole lot of other ones too. So I try to be open-minded and put solstice ideas as well, and have the origins of Christmas too. So, awesome. but some people, some people like that. But that's all good. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I'll try to be here next week. Hopefully, I can get uh, off in time. So. Well, we will wait for you patiently. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for the platform. Thanks for everything you do for us. Thanks, uh, Eric. You're welcome. Appreciate you. Have a great we'll night. Talk to you soon, hon. Talk to you later. Bye. Okay. Our next caller comes from 585. 585, you are on the air. Is that Doug? Oh, Mr. Curry, are you with us? Doug, are you muted? Yes, yes, I am here. Uh, <laughs> can uh, can I go after the next person? I'm trying to bring bring up my work. You can. You sure? Sorry. I, right. I, will, I will bring you right back. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. 
want to let area code 971 know that you are not in the lineup, as well as Raymond 407, you are not in the lineup. If either of you would like to come on and read tonight, please press 1 if you're here and just listening and hanging out and having fun. Appreciate you being here. Enjoy the show. Again, that is 407, and there we go, 971. We're going to go ahead and grab them real quick. 971, you're on the air. Hi. 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 Uh, my name is Juliet Comet Livers. How are you tonight? Hi, Juliet. It's good to hear from you. Well, good to be heard. <laughs> Most definitely. Um, what a, a nice eclectic group of people that you have tonight. Um, so do we have time? I'll read my first one, and if I still have time for a second one, then you can just let me know because it's not too short, but... You'll, you can just let me know after this first one if that's okay. And it's actually a okay. poem that I'm still working on, so it's kind of a work in progress. So it's, okay. um, it's about time. As time goes by, we are guaranteed a time to live, a time to die, in real time. Time takes time to pretend. They say time heals all wounds. Every man has his secret sorrows, which the world knows not. And oftentimes we call it a man man cold when he is only sad. Be so busy that you have no time to be sad. The time in life that makes you sad is supposed to change you. Time has a wonderful way of showing us what really matters. Big time. Where does all the time go? Forever is not a long time. It's an eternity. The trouble is, you think you have time. The most valuable thing in life is time. Time is free, but it's priceless. You can't own it, but you can use it. You can't keep it, but you can spend it. But once you've lost it, you can't never get it back. You're going to die. Use your time wisely. Sometimes you never know the value of a moment until it's gone. Time changes something in us, which is always surprised by change. If someone keeps bringing you down, perhaps it's time to get up and leave. Don't let the fear of the time it will take to accomplish something stand in the way of you doing it. The time will pass anyway. We might as well put it to the best possible use. Live one day at a time and make it a masterpiece. Time never stops to rest. It never hesitates. It never looks forward or backward. It's really clear that the most precious resource we have is time. At the end of your life, you will never regret not having passed one more test, not winning one more verdict, or not closing one more deal. You will regret time not spent with a husband, a friend, a child, or a parent. Work is hard. Distractions are plentiful. And time is short. The past cannot be cured like a piece of meat. 
Time is the school in which we learn. Time is the fire in which we burn. And three degrees is always too late or too early, excuse me. And three o'clock is always too late or too early for anything. Much can be done in those little shreds and patches of time which every day produces and which most men throw away. All we need to do is figure out what to do with the time that's given to us. Because we never really, because we never really like when our time is up. The time came and the time went. And you can't turn back the clock, but you can wind it up again. You may delay, but time will not. At the end of the day, the clock talked loud and I threw it away. It scared me what it talked. Time just ran out on me. Like sands through the hourglass, these are the days of our pipes. The time you enjoy wasting, it's not wasted time at all. Let's see how this unfolds over the next few periods of time. So there's still a lot left to go in it, but that was the end of that one so far what I've got. (laughs) Man, there is some important words to live by in that piece. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, um, I mean, you know, time and if are two major, major things. I mean, the word if is actually a really, really big two-letter word. You know? (laughs) Yeah, it really, really is. Um, Do I have time for one more? Yes, please. Okay, uh, let's see. Um, okay, here we go. I just want to make sure that this is the whole thing. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, we're going to eat a meeting, mighty mo here super quick. Um, okay, well, I guess it's... I guess it's this one. Okay. I see something over yonder, sprouting seeds taking root as I ponder. Am I coming or going? I'm not a goner. My thoughts be like I'm all up on her, jumping out of my head with each fleeting thought. Fresh out of bed, Blue eyes, a little red and a little hot, with the violet-purple flame that burns bright with no blame and no shame to my game and no fame. No pains and no gains or losses because my time costs this. I've got bigger figures and bigger bosses. No gain to cut losses. We're going to flip coins and get the best out of three tosses till the stain sets in. These dirty thoughts are dripping on the floor. Dirty slot thoughts just slipping to the side some more. And wait, dirty thoughts slipping less and sliding more, sliding more. Dirty thoughts. where we are, what we are, and life's not crazy. Everybody's crazy. Some just show it more than others. 
we aren't too far from where we thought we wanted to be, but that's between you and me. What's what? Break it down. Build it up. You tell me what do you see? What do you need? On the ground, we've got plenty of seeds. I need 2% weed to sustain me, but I'm not complaining. We know it's raining with big, swollen raindrops out of clouds that are gray, though behind them the sky is blue. We can sit back, jump up, but we can still enjoy the view. We've got nothing worse to do. According to you, something old and something blue, where something from nothing grew. That's a little rough, but there you go. Perfect ending. I love that. That was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) You're very welcome. And you read very well. Thank you. I love to read. I love to write. I um, I'm actually out of town right now, so when I got the invite, I was like, ooh, should I still do it? Well, I know i got a couple books. So. <laughs> yeah. Of course you should do it. I don't care where you are. Always keep a poem in your purse, and if you have to, sneak <laughs> off to a bathroom somewhere because they have great acoustics in there. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. Well, I really appreciate you guys. I'm going to stay on the line so I can hear everybody. Awesome. Well, before you take off, honey, tell moved. everyone how they can find you. Oh, okay, so I am uh, Juliet Comet Livers. Uh, it's really pronounced livers, but you can find me on Facebook. Um, and then you can also uh, reach me by email. Uh, it's kind of a long email, but if you know how to spell, you can figure it out. It's Dude Mama's Free Range Rutabagas at gmail.com. That is Dude Mama's Free Range Rutabagas at gmail.com. And then just make sure if you do try to contact me by email that you actually, um, you know, indicate that you uh, were on the call or, um, you know, with the Speakeasy Radio so that I can have a point of reference and don't spam you. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Awesome. All right, sweetheart. Great job tonight. Glad you were here, and I look forward to what you bring next. Thank you. I think I look forward to the next invite, so thanks a lot. What are the... um, sort of schedules that you guys are on? I need a refresher. Every Thursday night. Every Thursday. Okay, I'm putting it in my phone. Awesome. Awesome. Yep, it's 5 to 8 West Coast time or 8 to 11 East Coast time. Perfect. I am on that. Thank you so much. You're (laughs) awesome for doing this. Thank you. Thank you, sweetheart. Great having you here tonight. Okay. It was great to be here. All right, let's go ahead and grab Doug Curry back. Doug, I'm are you back. with us? Are you ready? Oh, hear me? I can hear you. Are you? You can. All right. So again, I'm happy to be here, and I and, and I'm glad I wasn't ready because I got a chance to hear that young lady, and I enjoyed her two pieces. So I feel a little bit more ready. Um, <laughs> so real quick. <laughs> I always say that I put poetry on allpoetry.com. It's just a good place to, to write a poem, to have a poem critique. I wrote a poem this week, and someone decided that they would ask my permission to read it on a radio show. And that's, yeah, of course you can. But it's just cool. It's a good way of sharing. And I'm not trying to advertise another radio program. It's just 
You can advertise away. another radio program. I'm not the only fish in the sea. No, but you're the best. I don't know. Women and fish, I don't know. Um, anyway, <laughs> so uh, so one of the things I like about it is they have all these contests all the time, and I don't really care about contests except they always begin with prompts. And so they gave they had a prompt. So this prompt had to do with occupations. So let me tell you that. Uh, the way I pay the bills, I am a car salesman, and I think it's the biggest joke. It's just the funniest thing to me because, you know, I'm college educated, and I've done this, and I've done that, and none of it would have ever added up to the kind of money you can make selling cars. So I sell cars, and um, I find that it's a profession. It's like one of those professions that's like being a cop or a prostitute. You know, like everybody has an opinion about it. Nobody knows a damn thing about it, you know, and people inside, <laughs> people outside because of what they think about it without knowing anything. So I wrote this poem called Moving Metal. This work, exercise maybe, labor not, persistence, shape-shifting, alchemy. Digging through our minds for that pot of gold, the right word or gesture. Impulses controlled. Suggestion with a smile begets another smile. The willingness to say, yes, I'll take it, comes more easily than hard money for soft tees. A job becomes a lifestyle. One by one commissions. Year by year, six figures. For grown-up girls and boys from 18 to 80 who move that metal. Sell, sell, sell that new model. For that one on the beauty. Move that metal. And Paul. <laughs> I love it. You know, it's funny. I, I hear so many people say you know, say things like that. Yeah, I went I went to school and I have a PhD in this and you know, I'm here you know, working in radio. <laughs> yeah. It's just funny to think the paths we get led on and the things that we're handed in life. You know, and if we're open and open to them. You know, the, the adventures they can lead us on. Well, you know, the thing is, you, you got to support yourself the best way you can. You got to make, unfortunately, you got to make as much money as you can without crossing, you know, what are important lines for yourself. But, you know, you also have to be happy with what you're doing. And this is like like in the first line where it says, this work, this is a joke. I mean, all we do is you go to work, you hang out with some people that you have learned to get along with sit around, tell stories, eat pizza, oh, there goes the customer, now you perform at a very high level. Win or lose in there. It really is, and it takes a talent. I mean, you have to absolutely, in a position like that, you know, in anything where you're doing something in sales, you have to be such a chameleon. You know, you yeah. have to be able to sit there and highbrow with the bank owner who's buying something for his daughter, or you have to be able to, you know, get down with the kid who's just out of high school and he's buying his first car, or, you know, it's you know, like I'm always saying, you know, you, you have to be able to walk through a park and talk to the mayor and play chess for the bums. <laughs> you know, and yeah, that, you got, if you can do that, that's a talent. You got that right. Um and no two days are the same. And I've been doing this since 1987, right? 
And every day you go to work, you know you're liable to learn something too. And you're liable to learn it from the newest person on the job, even if you've been there the longest. And yeah. if you can't do it, probably something you should see and know about. So I, I absolutely love it. I think it's a joke. I, I think it ought to be illegal to make the money that people make in that business for you know, for supporting the American economy. The American economy rides on selling cars. Mm-hmm. So Everything does. A, imagine if imagine if you took all the cars away. We would be yeah. back to horse and buggy, right? Yeah. You wouldn't you know, what need, would our lives be like? Well, you wouldn't need street lamps. I mean, well, you wouldn't need traffic lights. You wouldn't need gasoline. You wouldn't need as many law enforcement people. You wouldn't need the factories. You know, so much. That's why for a long time it was known and it was a, a, a common saying that as goes General Motors, so goes the nation. Yeah. That was a common, yeah. common wisdom. Yeah, basically as, as the car business goes, that's how the, the, the nation's economy goes. So Now I me, myself, problem. personally, I would trade my car for a horse any day of the week. And I would go up in the hills and you guys wouldn't see me ever again. <laughs> well, we all. <laughs> so thank gosh um, there's cars, right? Yes, and and women like you <laughs> as well. So, um, so I, I, before I take too much of everyone's time, also uh, if I, if you have time, I have another. Please, yes. Okay, uh, on on uh, all poetry again. So they wanted a. How can I put it? Kind of, they wanted a sexy poem without being, you know, like over the top or explicit or, or at all profane. And I love. Wait a minute, love, you're going to read a sexy poem? It, I don't know if you call it sexy or just wait a salacious. About that. Wait, wait a minute. I'm going to sit back in my chair. Are you putting, putting my feet up? I'm no. Can I grab my no. glass of wine here? Settling. Okay, I'm ready. No, it ain't that kind of a sexy poem. <laughs> because I have a, a love of nursery rhymes. Because I think if you take nursery rhymes, you can write any kind of story you want based on nursery rhyme characters. <laughs> so <laughs> this is said Jill to Jack. You make me shiver till I'm about to shake. My heart's a quiver like a damn earthquake. With the sound and fury like ear-splitting thunder, I'm flush with the gush of heat from down under. Oh, how you do what you do when you do what keeps me climbing this hill with you. Your fingers, your lips, and up to the hill, its weight and its wiggle and how it was built. That thing, that thing, oh, come on, give me some. You take me to hell and back when I come to me sweetly, love me completely. Come on, Jack, just one more good one, and we can go back. You're no old King Cole, and I'm no Snow White. You're just good-loving Jack or Randy, man of might. But I'm a poor girl. I'm but a poor girl who just can't say no since you filled me to brimming and thrilled me so. And poem. I love that. See, to me, that is super sexy. I ha- I hate. Okay, we all we all know those people. We you know, we're Nobody all adults there, okay, right? We've all been with people in our lives, you know, as we are discovering our sexuality and, and dating and you know, unless you've only ever slept with one person, you know this person. All right, but the person who 
it's a performance and they have all the right faces and they have all the right moves and you know you can tell that they're just you know it, it it's like an act for them it's a it's it's a performance you know and then yeah. you have the person who something happens and you both start laughing so hard during sex that you roll off the floor and 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 hit your head and you keep laughing and it's the most perfect time in the world to me that's yeah. what that poem was was that yeah. perfect the fun you're supposed to have you know the joy and the fun and the playfulness and the you know in the moment uh, yeah yeah i loved it i absolutely loved it maybe that was too much information for y'all forget any i said any of that <laughs> well then you know that's all right nyla because it could just be a me and you conversation they can listen in yeah. but well, it, you know you, it's, well, it's like the difference between sleeping with an opera or sleeping with a carnival ride it's the fun that it ought to be. You know, sometimes um, sometimes you hear poems that are meant to be sensual and, you know, there's like a slinging of body parts and, you know, things like that. And that's cool. That's cool for the people who feel that way about it. You know, the, the, the it's, it's like these movies that you watch and the guy and the girl come into the room and start slamming each other against the wall. And rip, I've never done that. No, and I, you know the, the super romantic movies where they're. No, I'm I'm the girl that does the duct tape in the ceiling fan. That's me. Too much I want to thank you for having having this platform for us. I enjoy being here. <laughs> I enjoy being here more than you guys know. <laughs> Oh, geez whiz. Doug, those are fantastic. Well, I am Douglas Curry, found on Facebook as Douglas Curry. And as I said, uh, I do the writing that I do these days on allpoetry.com. And uh, I would recommend you take a look at the site. You can write to your heart's content. You can read famous writers and neophytes, you know, in the same breath. And, you know, you can read all kinds of writers. You can, can critique and be critiqued. And it's, you know, it's a very safe space for people who want to try things out or who are trying to get their legs under them. And I've been on it. I've been on that thing for about maybe 10 years now. It's just an easy place to do. So I, I would say that's where you can find things. I am known there as Manchild, M-A-N-C-H-I-L-D-99. And, uh, Hopefully, I'll run across some of you there. Perfect. All right, Doug, great job tonight. Appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here next week. Perfect. All right, we're going to go ahead and grab area code 863, 863, which is is Gary and Noreen Snyder. And we're going to wait until it catches up so Noreen knows it's her. <laughs> okay. Um, h- hello, Nyla. Hi. I didn't give you much warning. Sorry. That, that's okay. i got to turn down now. Okay. How are you doing, sweetheart? Okay. okay. I- I'm, doing, I'm doing okay. So what do you have for us tonight, love? Okay. Um... Okay. Um I got um uh, Gary's poem called 863. 
Oh, no, I thought I'd turn it down. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, I'm sorry. And okay. You're good. Okay. Okay, now I got it. Okay. Okay. Um, tonight I have, um, Gary's poem called Pit-a-Pat. Okay. Okay. Um, Pit-a-Pat, Pit-a-Pat, Pit-a-Pat. Raindrops hitting the window pane. Crash! What was that? A baseball. Dang them kids. Wasn't me. Let's get out of here. Around the house. Let's hide in the shed. I'm going to whip them kids. I'm going to the shed and get me a paddle. Yow. Pit-a-pat. 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 And the raindrops trickle down. Pit-a-pat. 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 The end. Oh, I love it. Yes, me too. Okay. And in, in the um, and the poem I have for me is called the poem I'll never write begins. Okay. The poem I'll never write begins when there is no more me. When I stop breathing, only my ashes remain. How can I write a poem when I no longer exist? Only in your memories. That is when. The poem, I'll Never Write, begins. The end. That was incredible, Noreen. Okay, thank, thank you. And th- that Are was, you going to um, read a second one? Yes. And that, that prompt that, that prompt was a writing prompt from you. You, um, you. you wanted to write the poem, I'll Never Write, begins. And that's how I became that poem. I wonder how many poems you have written that come from prompts that I've done. Uh, quite a few, a lot. Yeah, you write to a lot of them. It's cool. I love yes. seeing them. I love hearing okay. them. Okay. 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 And, and the next one is called This Table. This table where we had our celebrations, our anniversaries, our birthdays, where we had our holiday meals and our regular meals, too, where you would write poetry and read books, too, or at times, You'd play the guitar and sing while I was hypnotized by you. Where we had our long talks, we cried, we laughed. We were silly at times, too. Where we listened to the poets on Speakeasy Cafe and called into the show reading our poetry. Where we listened to the poets on Reverse and called into the show reading poetry by other poets. Where we listened to other poetry shows and called in where I did the online poetry slam, and you were so proud of me, where we did crossword puzzles, sudokis, and cryptograms. Oh, we had fun, had a blast. Oh, these are the good old times together at our table, table of love, our home made out of love. Nowadays, one thing sure is missing, and that is you, my teddy bear darling, your flesh and bones. Where you once sat, it is now vacant, empty, hollow, your share knows. Can you hear it? The share cries too, of pain, of loss, of loneliness. Your share in the table surely misses you. This table and your share ain't going anywhere, but right here in the same spot. The end. You know, I love the way that you use the table mm-hmm. and the chair to 
because the the table and chair, you know, the, the kitchen yes. table, the kitchen chair, the dining room table, really is the heart of a home. Yes. You know, yes. and I love how you use the table and chair to, you know, to act as the heart and the center of of the things that you guys did together. Which you, you need to put beer bread in there, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I should have done that. <laughs> oh, I love <laughs> you, that. You need house. to add a line about beer bread because I know that was at that table. Um, yes, yes, it sure was. Know, and I, I love the way that it shows the dedication and the love and the commitment that you had to each other, how how that heart is so embedded in your relationship. And I also love the way the commitment is shown through leaving the chair and the table exactly where it is, which means yes. that, you know, yes, your flesh and bones are not here anymore, but you are. The table is. I am. Our life is, yes. our love is, you know, and there's still that dedication, you know, to your husband, and and it gives yes. you a place to be able to sit with him still. I love it. Yes, yes, and 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 like I was talking to my sister the other day, about two days ago. See, I was going to stay at home for Christmas, and I wasn't going to decorate anymore because I promised, and I told my sister, well, I'm not going to decorate because I promised Gary that I would never ever decorate till he comes home. My sister said, well. He ain't coming home. He's in heaven, but he he would want you to. You go ahead and decorate. He wants you to. He's right here with you in your heart. He received you. Do it for you him. You brought him home with you. She's exactly right. You brought him home with you in yep. your heart. You know, yes. flesh and bones. We've talked about this before. The body is yes. organic. It can't live forever. But there is no way right. in the in hell Gary is not still with you. You brought him home with you. He is with you. Yes. Do so you decorate? And fill that house with joy this season. I, I am, I am, and and then um another thing too. I was going to stay here by myself again, you know, but um I I get I was started feeling depressed, and I thought, well, maybe it'd be good to go over to my sisters. They'll pick me up. They're going to come, my sister's going to come and get me day before Christmas. I know that's what Gary would want. I think he would want me. You know, so you find know. a palm of his. Or something that you can, of his you can put in your pocket and take him with you. Yes. You know, so so when you need that reassurance, when you need to be sitting at that kitchen table with him, you can reach your hand in your pocket and whatever it is, give it a squeeze and draw strength and courage, the strength yes. and courage that he's he gives to you through his love yes. still. Because it's very hard for me to want to leave the home unless I have mm-hmm. to go to the doctor. That's only time because I can get my groceries here delivered, so it's no problem. So, but another thing too, I just don't like to bother people, so I could do every, you know, do what I can. So I don't, I don't ever leave hardly at all. Um, so I don't even go outside hardly at all unless I have to go get the mail or take the trash out or do the um, Facebook live. But um, I'm, I guess I'm too scared to get out. Because I'm brave, I don't want to, you know. Because I want to be here with with Gary, you know. But um, but I think you it's put time. him in your pocket. Put him on your yes. in your pocket and take a walk. Take him for a walk tomorrow. Do that for me. I want I, you to. I, I, I can't. It's not safe to walk down the road. I'd be afraid to. Gary's not here. To, I, I can't do that by myself. I have to walk in the yard. I How can about do that. Take him for a walk in the yard. Yes. Okay. 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 That will be and, good. You think it's okay to go with my sister her house for Christmas and my Absolutely. brother? Absolutely. Absolutely okay. think it's okay. Because I haven't seen them since the day they took me 
to to his to his grave after he was um was buried there so um so I need to see them you absolutely do and like okay. I said, you know, if it, it, it's something hard, I mean, this is a process. This isn't something, you don't get over someone someone leaving you when someone passes away. You just no. have to live with it, and you have to find your way to walk through life and carry him with you. So yes. you walk around that house, and you find something of his that, re, that, that represents him to you, and you keep it in your pocket. So when you go to your sister's, and it might be a little hard for you, reach in your pocket yes. and give it a squeeze. But Go. Oh, um, I know there was something I um and um I used to um put kept everywhere. I didn't leave it out of my hand, and that's when um after he passed away, um there was this um heart shaped stone the hospice gave me. The hospice, I think he's a social worker or the or the nurse from the hospice, is a heart shaped, and she makes these herself. It's out of gem, made out of the gemstone. Mm-hmm. And I always carry that everywhere, and that will help me make it through. And I got it on my—I took, took it off of there right now, the um, entertainment center. And I kept that. I always wore I've kept that with me everywhere. And then, then I stopped because I got so upset when I dr- knocked—I dropped it, and, and it fell in my hand, and I was so upset. So then I put it up there on the entertainment I center. Want, I want you to find something else. Okay. I want you to find something of his. A sock. Okay. Yes. A sock. It doesn't matter. Oh, yes. Find something personal of his and take it with you. Okay. okay I sure do well. Okay. Awesome. But okay. yes, go see your sister, Noreen. Okay. And my brother, too. Yep. And your brother, too. <laughs> and my nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. So fantastic job. I'm really glad that you called in. I'm really glad that you shared that mm-hmm. with us. Okay. Um, thank you. Okay. And we love you, honey. We're right here with you, okay? Okay, thank you. And and, and we love you, too. Tell everyone how they can find you guys. Oh, okay. You can find Gary and I on um, um, Amazon, our four books, Two Hearts in One, Now and Forever, Our Love, and Other Love Poems, Reflections of Our Inner Beings, The Aura Truth. You can find them all on um, Amazon. You can find our official a website um, um, on um, Gary and Noreen Snyder um, dot wix dot com um, um, front slash poetry and you also can find I did his website in memory of him and, and you can find that right on the, our official website and you can find um, Gary on poetry poem dot com and um, and reverbnation dot com and um, Facebook.com, and um, and okay, um, you can find me on um, um, PoetryPoem.com, ReverbNation.com, and um, and Facebook.com, and then you can find us on um, face, uh, the Poetry Club every um, Saturday night. It's going to be at four o'clock now. Um, Facebook Live. And um, at at four o'clock every Saturday, at Facebook Live, at the um, then you can find us on um, every Thursday night right here. <laughs> oh, and yes, you can find can. us on um, oh, you can find us on ko fi dot com kofi dot com um a front slash um Gary and Noreen, and 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 we have um um cards I make. 
We have greet, um, greeting Christmas card, all kinds of greeting cards up there and magnets, and it'll be stickers in, uh, later on, and, and our, all of our books up there too. And I sign, I will sign them off. You buy it from from them. If you want to buy it from them, you can buy it from me, and it'll be um, it'll be assigned too, or you can oh, get on awesome. Amazon. Okay. That's awesome. Put that link okay, on my page you. if you would for me, Noreen. Okay. 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 I sure right. will. Okay. Thank you so much, sweetheart. You're welcome. Appreciate you. Okay. Thank you. We appreciate you too, and thank you for letting us come on here. Okay. It's it's awesome. We'll talk to you Everybody's next week. Everybody's doing awesome. Okay. Thank okay. you, hon. Okay. You're welcome. Okay. All right. I'm going to go ahead and bring on area code 832. 832, you're on the air. Hi, Naila. How are you all doing? I'm wonderful. How are you doing, Uma? I'm doing good. I did not come up with any new poems, but I just thought I would say hello to everyone. And it's such a great thing to be alive and to share the love and the poems that you are sharing. And many, many thanks to you all. Oh, many thanks to you, sweetheart. I'm so glad you're part of our family. You are, indeed. And, in fact, um, something is uh, brewing, which I will complete next week. But uh, if it is okay, I can read the old poems I have. I may have read it before, but they are still there. Oh, please. We've got one caller after you, which is area code 419. I want to let them know that I see them, and we'll be bringing them on shortly, But and then they'll close out the show with us. So, sure, please, yes, share what you have, yeah. honey. Okay, uh, this is called um, um, Glowing at Dawn. Will it be morning when I wake up? It was not dreadful. Yet I hear my veins flowing with my blood. It was a thought that what if, what if, what if I do not face the rising sun or maybe just maybe find the clouds floating through my existence? What if the oceans drain and as skies open a faucet and pour for days, will there be a morrow? Or does my heart bleed until it drains my marrow Staining with memories, my robes are drenched in the dark cloud of clouds across. The ocean still was shining, reflecting in the red, red wine rays of sun, like the ocean is drunk in ecstasy, with freely flowing wine that the sun's rays drew over the birds chirping as if to say, hey, what a morning. That was a, one of the poems, and... A small poem for you all that I was just writing, which is going this way, just about a few lines. We are those who connect with heart as we reach out over the net. Poem goes on. And that's end poem? And that's not yet in the poem, but it has to come back next week. <laughs> so you're just giving me a tease then? It's a tease. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> Thank you, Naila. Thank you all. I love you all. 
We love you too. Fantastic job tonight. And before you take off, honey, please tell everyone how to find you. I am very lazy at finding myself, but you can find me with the Naila Alicia's program. Or you can also find me sometimes on, uh, um, if you look for Uma Deji's poems or something, you might find me. Next time I will remember how to talk and I will write it down and repeat for you all. Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Deal. (laughs) All right, Uma. Thank you for being such a delight. I love you so much. (laughs) Thank you all. (laughs) Bye-bye, honey. Mm-hmm. All right. Our last caller for the evening, 419, you are on the air. Hi, Nala. <laughs> How are you, sweetheart? I love that you're usually my very last dance of the night. <laughs> yeah, I was not make it. I, I fell asleep. <laughs> Did uh, you? Know, That's I, awesome. All, all, all day I, I was thinking, yeah, I'm going to make it this week because I know I missed the past two weeks. And I fell asleep and I woke up and I it, I said, it was 10.41. I said, oh, shit, I missed it again. And I thought, well, maybe I can do a couple of poems from, from memory. Because usually I pick them out. So I ran back, got my phone, and here I am. Perfect. <laughs> well, it's, it's all yours. Go ahead. Okay, so these I've, I've probably done before, but it's been a while. Uh, again, like I said, I didn't have time to do like I usually do, a select the poems I want to read, so. These are kind of like two poems I've done from memory, okay? So the first one is called The Last Farewell. Perhaps, perhaps we may never meet again, but then I know that I should always remember when you came into my life. Somehow, you see, you became a part of me and, and something, something that can never be beginning. And then it wasn't very long that that it began to come on strong, and even now I know it's wrong, but then I'm just a man. And suddenly, suddenly somehow I find that that you are always on my mind. And it seems that that I'm inclined to always speak your name. And two, it seems in every case, I, I find myself at any place. I always seem to see your face, and, and every day and every night's the same. And and loneliness, loneliness shall become a part of me because because of this emptiness within the heart of me and the realization that you will depart from me and, and walk out of my life. And two, perhaps we may never meet again, but then I know that I shall always remember when you came into my life and home. That was beautiful. Thank you. Wow. All right, your second one, love. Okay. Uh, yeah, this one is entitled Come to Me Softly. Come to me softly in a dream, love. Rest your head on my heart and know that each beat is a love note acknowledging your presence there. Look into my eyes, my sweet, and See the reflection of love we shared in our past lives, the love we will share in our future lives, and recognize that it is our love that defines affinity, that my destiny has no meaning without you in it. 
Come to me softly in a dream, my love. Flow through me like the blood in my veins. Breathe with me each breath I take. And know that I breathe freely, uninhibitedly, only in your presence. That I am nourished by the nearness of you. That I am warmed by your breath touch. And that the essence of my soul is a joy that you bring into my life. Come to me softly in a dream, my love. Rest your head on my heart knowing that each beat is a love note, acknowledging your presence there. And let me awaken only to the whisper of your love, cradled in your arms. And Paul. That was so endearing. Thank you. Now I'm glad I'm sitting back with my feet up and have my glass of wine. That was like the perfect <laughs> end of my night. Thank you. You're you're very welcome, sweetheart. Do me a favor and tell everyone how they can show you love. Okay, you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on YouTube and uh, on uh, All Poetry under Melvin D. Johnson. Perfect. All right, sweetheart, thank you so much. Great job, honey. Thank you. I'm glad you were able to get in. We'll talk to you next week, okay? Next. Me too. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm trying to fall asleep next week. <laughs> Just set your alarm. It's okay to take a nap. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> All right. Good night, I'll your alarm. Okay, good night. All right, everyone. You've been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show, The Sound of Ink. If you missed our mini workshop at the beginning of the show, listen to the archives. It'll be up in a few minutes after the show program's ended. We added a new, we've got the uh, poetry prompts in there. We've got the writing exercise and a writing assignment now. And all of them are entwined with each other. Curious? Go back and listen. It's going to be fun. Fun ones for you to do. All right. So I am going to close the show with an audio clip. And this is going to be by, where did it go? Where did it go? This is... There it is, King's Cadence, and it's called Let's Dance. And we will talk to everyone next week. Good night, everybody. In my dreams we dance. Your hands finding comfort inside of mine. This soon timeless, the look of love gracing your lips is just priceless. Skies scattered to that matter as you approach me. Arms with opening, tunnel visions increase with distance. But I'm focusing, may I have this Atlantic star moment with a replay of always holding you straight to a stairway to heaven, cheek to cheek with the OJs. And there's something in my heart as I, Michelle, lay you down, then the deal is made. I bang, bang, gotcha. I adore me, I'm color me bad. I'm Patrice Russian, you forget me not. I lick so gentle, abbreviated LSG, my body on your body Skin silk smooth, meeting in my bedroom Will be naughty, going deep, driving your black streaks Who's stressing the sweat, no body Put the phone on silent, I'll keep it You'll need to escape my little secret now Let's dance, let's dance